Hey everybody, welcome to Frame Trap. I am your host, Brad Ellis. I am joined by my co-host, Michael Damiani. What's up? The man in the booth, Don Casanova. Hello, hello. And our guest this week is someone you may not have heard of. It's just some dude named Mike Huber. Found me on the street. Yeah, Michael, just some Michael random guy. Michael slap a 10 on a Huber. <laughs> Michael slap a 10 slap on a Huber. Tens. Please tell that story. Mm, no. <laughs> That'll make Bloodworth uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, that's a new segment we should do. Making blood blood uncomfortable. Probably pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we should do it when he's on the show next. Yes. And just have him right in the middle of us. Yes. Make him sweat. He's he's already sweating right now, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I'm into that. Twitch. Mike, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Fantastic. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Preparing for our betting special, our punished bets show. To be honest, this is all a mess, and I'm confused about what's it's, going on. It's usually a mess. Yes. Uh, I, I've done a lot of prep. I put it off to the last minute, so I have nobody to blame with myself, but that's been uh, kind of a my struggle my whole life. You know, I'm a procrastinator. It is what it is. Sure. And, uh, a lot of people are. So I'm a little tired, but I'm energized. Yeah. You got some fresh brew right there. Hyped. Domain, how you doing, man? Doing okay. You've been grinding tired, on a game we're going to talk about today. That's right. You're tired? You've been playing late? I've been playing a little late. Playing uh, late? I think I was... Uh, so I got one of those things off a recommendation from a friend. They didn't directly recommend it to me, but on Twitter they were me- recommending it to people in general. One of those like things to prevent like, your your neck when you're like holding a phone in bed. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like a little like arm thing that like bends or whatever. So it's on my bed post. And it hangs over it, so like I can oh, lie in bed. Oh shit! Yeah. It's just right there. Dude, what? Yeah. So, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so like Ready Player One. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Progenitor shit, wow. dude. So uh, those like also do that with the switch. So just like take out the two Joy Cons, <laughs> put it in there, lie down, perfectly like, like this. Dude. But dude, I fell asleep with Xenoblade Three. I woke. I when I woke up again, I was like, this auto running into a wall. <laughs> Like, whoops, dude! You maniac! Like, whoops! I was glad I didn't run off a cliff. Good or lord! That makes it seem like we're like forcing you to play this game. Yeah, just no sleep. No, no, it's like it's a passive point where I can, like need to capture. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At a certain point, it's like I want to lie in bed and play it. And so, <laughs> just very like also just you know checking out how it runs and handheld and stuff. We'll get into that later, but yeah, like putting like <laughs> up to like two. For me now, 2, th- 3 a.m. is extremely late. Mm-hmm. I'm having me too. a hard time staying up later than that period, even when I try to. Right. Like, 1 a.m. is usually the latest I go to bed, but, like, with this, like, I have a little bit more energy. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, dude, this game's good. I'm having fun. Uh, sleep. <laughs> Damiani, the image, the image in my head when you told me this, for whatever reason, I saw you strapped down. <laughs> You're like strapped <laughs> down. <laughs> I was imagining him with his eyes taped open. Like. And I just imagine Bloodworth standing by his bed with a ruler and just going. <laughs> Get to work. Yeah. Making blood uncomfortable. No. Don, what's going on with you, man? Not, How you doing? Not much. I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. Feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of, you got a lot in your docket. I know you've been preparing some things for our bets. Yeah, this bet thing makes perfect sense. I don't know what's happening. People don't know what's going on here or something. <laughs> to be str- you know, it makes perfect sense perfect. to us, Don. Everyone else is say, uh, okay, out of the okay, loop. Okay, that's I just is. don't know how much stuff I have to do, and 
<laughs> Dominic told me that Blood was taking it pretty seriously on one thing, and I didn't even know about this till today, or I just forgot because it's a it's a very convoluted process. It but is. It'll be fine. It is. My favorite thing to do, and I think Don probably will agree here, is keeping the allies on their toes. Yeah. Especially when it comes to bets. Definitely with you two. That's for (laughs) sure. I don't know anyone besides you two that keeps me on my toes like that. Jeez. Just some... I get like a huge-ass script from Don. I'm like, oh my god. But it's cool. It's a good script. All right. Uh, We talked about... Or you talked about this just a little bit, Damiani, but... This is something I've been wanting to play, but I have no time, unfortunately, yet. That's Xenoblade 3. Finally... I guess not finally... Because 2 came out, what, 2017? Yeah, it came so it hasn't been, it hasn't been too long. I guess 5 years is pretty long. Well, they also had uh, the re- a remaster. They did, you're right. They did Definition edition of 1. With a, That's right. With extra content come out. And they had Torna come out in between as you're well. You're right. They've been busy. So Microsoft has been like they've been, they've putting been, out they've content good. pretty much every like two years. They've been yeah. putting out something but since then. So... And also they're assisting other projects, including, including working Breath on Wild. Breath of the Wild sequel. So... Yeah, they are. They are very they, busy, yeah, but very are, productive. Very they productive. are. Yeah. yeah. When did they buy acquire them? Uh, back in the was it two thousand seven, two thousand? It's the two thousands. They got them from Bandai. Old. Oh, right. They're just Namco at the time. They weren't right. Bandai Namco. They were doing yet. Xenosaga, right? Yeah, they were doing the Xenosaga series because they moved over there after Xeno Gears from SquareSoft. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. Um, didn't really like uh, some things that were going on there, so sure. they uh, went over to Bandai. Bandai um, sorry, to Namco, and uh, right. did their stuff over there. One of the yeah, like their earlier stuff was like Baiting Kaidos, like on GameCube. Oh right, they did that. Yeah, they did uh, one of the um, portable Dragon Ball Z games or whatever as well. Do you know? I don't remember. Was it Legacy like, of it's, Goku? It's a good one. Okay, dude, yeah. I played one on Game Boy Advance that was incredible, and it was well, Goku flying around like Namek and <laughs> Earth Vegeta Saga. I think it's Legacy of Goku. Yeah. I had that. Get ruled. All right. Don't talk to me about Xenoblade Three. Tell me about this. Yeah, I mean, right off the right off the bat, this is like a highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it saying. seems like this is the most anticipated I, of all three yeah, of them. And I can say through like how much time, like a lot of time put into. I have no idea how long the overall game is, mm-hmm. and like I have no no idea where we're going in terms of that. But I can like safely say through like a good chunk of the game. You don't have to play Jack Squad of the previous games. Oh, really? Yeah, like, that is interesting. Yeah, it's not holding anything over your head like that. It's very much very independent. Thematically, there's stuff that you yeah, of course. see ingrained in it from like the previous two entries. But I kind of really appreciate that. Um, it is um, uh, the characters. I want to start there. I was trying to think where I should start. I want to start with the cast. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a it's a young cast, like a, like a bunch of teenagers. But mm-hmm. I have to say, from both a design standpoint and from a writing and characterization standpoint, I actually really like oh. this cast a oh. lot. Um, More I, than two, yeah. Uh, two not great. Two was two's my least. Did, so there's, I think there's two camps of people. There are people who like one more. There are people who like two more. For I like one reasons. more. I'm love, on the on the I boat of that. I like one more than two. I love when. Uh, 
they're two games in a series or like, yeah. And I like the like I that. like the cast of one more. Um, but but yeah. What Dun- was the Wii U one really quick? Sorry, X. That's X. Is That's that in separate. this? As far as I understand, there's okay. from what I played, there's nothing. There's only like maybe a mechanic that's related to it. But, but like, like story story-wise, wise, I have not. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, like maybe other people who are Got further it. or catch on better have picked up on stuff. But Got like it. so far, it's more one two than anything to do with like X. Cool. Um, yeah, like just the dialogue, the banter, because you have these six characters who you meet very like you start with the three characters. Mm-hmm. So there's t- the world basically to put it in perspective. There's these two factions. Uh, there's uh, Kevis and there's Agnes. Like the big turtle. And thing. like, what? Isn't there like a big walking like turtle? Titans kind of things? Yeah. Well, they, well they're not like they're not really going with that just yet. Yeah. Like, okay. They haven't like, but like those shown have been anything. Previous things, yeah, those like have that. been the previous things. That's but, like, like my full knowledge of Xenoblade right there. So let, giant. Let me be more general for you, Gabriel, <laughs> because you'll understand this. So uh, basically... <laughs> You you when you, you the, the 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 these soldiers they're born and bred for war and yeah, they have dude. a ten year life they have a they have a ten year lifespan so everyone on each side only lives for ten years and if you make it to your tenth year you get this ceremony in front of like the queen of your country and like it's like a sending off like it's like the big no you just like turn into like these like beautiful particles or whatever and you like float off it like Bro. it looks like firefly stuff Dude. like fireflies just like scattering Love but that. like everyone thinks of like oh this is great it's the greatest honor and so each side You're really going to like some hell dimension. I have no idea what about that, Heber. <laughs> but they live the fight. They from the very fir- moment they're born, they're basically like grown in like these like they show a cutscene where like they're just like grown and then they come out like looking like you know a little kid like a kid and like they're ready to fight though like Dude, they I get love trained. This. Um, everyone's fighting because they need their life energy. They're harvested by their colonies. Their colonies are these giant mobilized mechs that suck in their life force. Cool. And the winning side, they just like take them. And like the opening cutscenes is a big battle and like the victor who emerges at the at the end, they just show like the machines it's like like plowing over body like the dead bodies like they don't care like it's like all it is is fighting for survival. That's all they know. They don't yeah. like but one you the main character he is uh, what's his name? Uh, Noah. Noah, uh, an offseer. He plays a flute, kind of like Yuna in Final Fantasy X, where they send the the departed Ooh, souls. Jolly, so jolly, jolly. he witnesses it at the tenth year ceremony. It's called a homecoming. Yeah. Uh, the group of like percussionists just play and send this person off. You know, when their tenth year happens, yeah. so he does it for fallen people. And like his, even his comrades, are like, why do you Bonds. do that for the enemy, man? Like Bonds. you know. But he like you could tell there's more to it. And can stuff. you play that instrument anytime you want? Or so is there is a mechanic scenes? in the game. So it's not like, like the a Zelda yeah. thing where you can play it manually. <laughs> in the overworld map, you'll come across husk of fallen soldiers, and you can just send them off, and it builds your affinity with the near by like colonies Excellent. it is it actually plays into it so it's encouraging did you, you ever find a really hidden corpse that you play so your... there's some <laughs> hard to reach ones because how the map works nice. uh, it'll show you it but like you have to like see like judge topography so when you get there you'll be like holy crap like i'm at the spot but like it's not here. Oh, there's something way above me. Mm. How do I get up there? So mm. it's one of the many things they do to dangle the carrot for you to go out and explore in the game. And I was a little bit I concerned really like in the that. beginning because it's a little bit l- linear. Mm-hmm. The game kind of wants to ushers you a mm-hmm. little bit um, to, to go to places. Like, I actually felt a little frustrated trying to go off the beaten path. Um, it felt like I wasn't really supposed to be fighting extra stuff in the beginning um, because it felt a little bit more difficult. I understood why. You don't have your complete party when you 
you when you finally have like early in the game when you get your party, you have s- you have six people. So early on, you're only three, and you're trying to fight these monsters. You're incomplete. So yeah. like it, it, the game's like, no, 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 please just go to the next story point. Got it. And once I cut on that and moved on, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm unlocking this stuff. They do a pretty good job with the tutorials this time. It mm-hmm. wasn't like two where I felt a little, like a lot of lost confused. <laughs> I, yeah. Not only do not only do they take their time to explain things, and they do it like piecemeal, very slowly over a course okay. of like about three or four hours. Yeah. They like slowly introduce each new thing. Um, they have a story reason behind everything. There's like a like a dialogue banter about like how this makes sense within the world, like oh. why this like mm. job changing and stuff. Like they have these irises, their their eyes that see data because they're linked to like a network, and they can see job icons above their heads. Like oh, so like. Well, what, if, what happens when I do this? Because they gain an, uh, extra abilities they're not supposed to have. That's like oh. a story point. Um, they like try some option in their like little like iris system, and like they copy the other person's job. It's like whoa! Now and like in their mind, like goes into like their mind's eye. Like how they see like the job, how it works, and it's like. I now know how to do what you do and stuff. So it's like that's how job Matrix changing works. Yeah. So like they have stuff like that, and then on top of that, they have a training menu where you can go back and do any oh, lesson nice. over again and like understand it. They have like highlighted icons that like click this, please. Like mm-hmm. click that. So like the first time you're doing everything, it like is trying to accentuate it very distinctly Smart. so you don't miss anything. So uh, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. I remember two was very confusing. And I felt like I was missing something like a oh, long yeah. time in that game where I had to like yeah. go outside the game to look exactly. at how to do something. I had to watch YouTube, two YouTube videos yeah. to understand the battle It's really good two. they address that. Because yeah. it's like I've Jesus. played many RPGs and Jesus. I feel like confidently that I can understand a system pretty yeah. decently. So it's nice that they've yeah. addressed if, that. If it does open, the, the concern was saying like eventually after like a few hours it does open up. And yeah, like, of course. Yeah, one of the first major slow. areas is a desert area, like a canyon desert area. And uh, once you get past it, it like the story is telling you to go to this one place, I and it looks like it's going towards like a lush like plains on like a mountain mm-hmm. range area. I went left into an even like more like white sands desert area. Like the story is like you don't need to go here. I'm like was able to go every almost everywhere there and mm-hmm. like had like exploring, came across stuff. I was like, this is why I like Xenoblade. I'm glad because. I went a different way, and it kind of was like, oh, this is a super high-level enemy area. Mm. And I was like, crap, are all the optional areas going to be, like, where I'm not supposed to go? But by the way, went to high-level areas anyway, sneaking around, doing Love the that. MMO That's thing. So it's like, <laughs> I want to I see uh, what I can see, I feel man. like that is yeah. one of your defining yeah. gaming characteristics, Damiani, where, like... <laughs> You want to see and fight the highest level stuff. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight, though. I yeah. just want to see the area. I feel like sometimes, the, like that too, but I feel like sometimes you'll get into a fight and you're like, I'm not stopping until I beat this character. Well, this, <laughs> like, so, I'm not backing so down. Maybe that's that's true for some games, <laughs> but in Xenoblade, it, like, it's painfully obvious if you come across something, you have no oh, chance. Oh, it's very painful. It's like you can come close or... It's gonna like curb stomp you, like one shot you basically. And like, I think there was an enemy like like maybe five or six levels above me, and was still like very clear you're not beating yeah. an enemy. Um, but yeah, they have like stuff like challenging enemies. Like there's normal enemies around your level, and then they have like two levels of elites. Like there's like um, blue icon, blue wings icons around something that's like a little bit more of an elite mark, and then they have like burning red ones around oh, stuff that's like red, like like, red it's, like almost like a, this is like a real boss, mm-hmm. but, like an a open world boss type thing. Sick. Dumb Annie, the thing I'm most curious about this game is, so I guess the series is known for huge environments, mm-hmm. kind of 
How oh God, here we go. How much better do you think navigating the world is compared to the other two? So the uh, you have two, basically you have an option to put on a uh, a Pathfinder. Okay. If you want, like you set any quest as your active quest, and it will like illuminate a line to it. They do warn you though that sometimes like ah there might be obstacles in your way. So even though the line's telling you to go this way, you might need to go up and above or down below. Like it's right. just like, Did, like bird's do you, eye. Do you remember Definitive Edition or whatever the remake of Xenoblade One had something like that? I'm trying to remember. No, uh, I totally forget. Okay, it doesn't matter. But I'm like they, they they include this option. Okay, uh, it's nothing new to games. Right, but, like they do have that in there. But you can just turn it off if you mm-hmm. want. If you just want What's to, like, the default setting? Uh, it's off. Uh, it, 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 it gives you an option like would you like to turn this on in the game tutorial when you get yeah. to that part I turn it on just to see what it was like and I'm like okay it's there but like yeah. I largely ignore it a lot like I'm like alright I, I know if I'm done, done with like an hour or two of extracurricular stuff I'm like alright now I want to go back to the main quest like where was I oh it's on this way okay I'm on this path let me just get back on the path and then I feel like nice. I, you know I don't get lost that way for all the shit we talk on uh, Assassin's Creed I do like the exploration versus guided mode. I really like exploration mode where it's like, it'll give you clues. It'll be like, yo, on the west coast of this country, mm-hmm. find the place, and then like it'll point you in the right direction. Granted, the game is so long that after like 30, 40, 50 hours, that stuff gets tiring. But yeah. I appreciate being able to like yeah. flip on the waypoints. I think this stuff was in definitive. It's like the quest tracking okay. was added, and I believe it was in 2 or at least Torna. It was in there. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of this stuff is like basically... I mean, I was going to talk a little bit more about the battle system, but yeah, like, it's we'll taking it. the best of the previous games mm-hmm. in both of the like combat systems and everything, and like kind of coming to like a new like kind of happy medium. Do you get anything new to navigate this world that weren't in the other two games? <sighs> so far, I mean, I was hoping. There, were, uh, I thought I was at a point where I might get a mech, but mm. like oh. that did not come to pass. Not so, but oh. not yet, not yet. I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm like, mech oh, warrior. I was like, please, but skills, like not quite Metroid level, but I just uh, okay, hold on. a few hours ago. Before we get into skills, I remember no, no, in Xenoblade Two. It's a basic skill. Okay, there was skill checks for certain things to get past, like a door or something like that. You would have to do a skill check. Oh, and I remember it, I gosh. absolutely hated. I it. haven't come across anything like that. Okay. This is more like uh, or this is a few hours ago. I got the ability to climb vines. Nice. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, okay. There, there's clearly things I've seen in the environment. Like this looks like a traversal thing, but I, I can't oh. use. Like there's like a zip wire thing. I'm like, can I use this? Is this like? And there's like on the map, there's like a yellow line going somewhere. I'm like. Oh, what am I gonna do with this? And as I progress, it's like, okay. oh, like the first one you get is like climbing vines. All these purple vines I've seen in other zones. I'm like, now climb. I, it's worn. That's cool. Love this character dialogue will just tell you if you're wasting your time with something. Like oh, I really? found like a hidden like item, and I was like, it's on this ledge. Like, how do I get there? And the character's like, eh, it's so close, but so far it doesn't look like there's any way we can get to it right now. Mm. So it's like, it's nice. thank you for doing stuff like that. And it was true. Later on, sure. I was like, came through a different path. I went up there. I was like. Okay, this they, they they clearly took a lot of the feedback from mm-hmm. uh, from the previous games. I think the Xenoblade is the Xenoblade series is one of the most impressive technology like technically advanced Switch games, I would say, especially in the like the scope of how this game is going and how big things are compared to a lot of other Switch games how well, I would say it ran in the past. How's it running this time around? It runs most mostly well, very impressive. Um you zoom out, have a lot of stuff. 
Obviously, it, there's some frame rate dips. Of course, yeah. But the, they, the, it, it happens every now and then. But um, and they do do like the, the the draw distance thing. They do like the lower detail models. Yeah, and, I like, get. Like lower animation stuff. Yeah. Like all those tricks are employed. But like the amount of stuff that's on screen, impressive. And how, like the how clo- far out you can zoom with the camera. It's mm-hmm. actually pretty. Like you know, it's, I think it's the best looking of the three yeah. usually, and especially when they get into like certain like sequences, like uh, more like the boss fight or just reaching like a new colony environment and they obviously put a little bit more effort into those like mm-hmm. there are parts that look like really good I'm like oh man this actually I wish the whole game could look this good and there's parts where it's like doing a lot of things like giant open environment it's like it, it's okay I get it like you know it, it's doing its best but like it looks cool yeah like just the, the variety of the environments too like they're, they're doing yeah. there are a lot of parts that still like wow that's a really cool looking thing or like that looks really nice yeah even when I played Xenoblade 1 the remake I, some of the areas I was like damn this looks pretty nice. Still. Yeah, like the like the landmarks return. There these like these like hidden areas that Love like that. just mm-hmm. they can become like a warp point, but like they give you a ton of bonus experience. One of them was like in the edge of this map and went to a cave. It was like this like glowing blue pond. It like looks with these like kind of like particle effects coming out of it and it was like super dark so it was like illuminating the cave and like it had its own music when you got Ooh. in there. I was like by the way, Sick. I'm sure the music is fantastic. The first major boss battle, Damn, I gotta multiple listen. phases, the music when it kicks in at the beginning is just yeah. like, okay, they're not effing around with Dude. this soundtrack. Okay. Like they, they brought out the best of the Damn. best for Ooh. this. I was I, like, Damiani, I'm invested. One of the most this year in soundtracks. There have been a few games where I'm like obsessed. So I got to listen to this. This this is the best like, you've heard this year. This is your number one, probably. So I mean, it's very impressive so far. Nice. I mean, it, it, the original stuff, like it's just like like the sheer epicness of it. It's like it felt like when I play a major Final Fantasy game when they do those like big boss battles mm-hmm. because they put all their effort into the music like for that, and it's like. But even just the mon- like the menu music, just like this like nice yeah. soothing with synth yeah, like so stuff going games on. Really good music. The, the like the, the the nighttime themes, like the oh. piano themes, yeah. are so good. Um, the some of the battle themes are like like this the default one. And then there's a zone I went to that I wasn't supposed to go yet, and like it was clearly a different version of a previous game song oh. and I was like which might be a, it was maybe hinting me a little bit too much I was like okay maybe I should leave because like should I be oh. seeing this yet but I was like I didn't want to leave because like dude I like this song <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs I want to hear it more it's like they, they're working those like most yeah. those older um, themes a little bit into some of the music as well here and it's really good before we get into combat a few questions sure this one Mike will appreciate oh. Towns Oh, the colonies are the towns. And I would say every few hours... Uh, so there's a gap in the... You start off in one. Yeah. And then there's like a gap where you're kind of on the road, like on the run. And then you come across like your first major one and something happens and then like now you're friendly with them. From that moment on, it's like every few hours you can come across one. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they all have like their major story points and bonds Huber because you have an affinity meter with them with, one, each, town? with, with each of these oh, towns all the NPCs there's all the quests you do all the surrounding area all the things like sending off the soldiers like mm. the dead soldiers it builds affinity with them um, and it's like five ranks and like 
they're in the game's lore, colonies have ranks. It's sort of as dust. I think it's dust, tin, iron, steel, bronze, silver, and gold is the sure. highest. But it's like, ranks. yeah, and like they unlock more perks and stuff nice. like that. Get more benefits as you rank them up. Nice. And uh, yeah, but uh, you you like can listen in on conversations. And then when you go to a uh, resting point. You can talk with your party members about what you heard, and sometimes it unlocks a new quest line for you. Shit. It's not new; they done they done Love this before. They bring it back, or nice. if you heard something, you get like bonus experience as well. Is there a casino? Not that I have seen so far. Got it. Um, He's probably got a ways to go still. Yeah, there might. I mean, was yeah. there was there a casino in the other ones or no? I don't remember. I'm just thinking of Final uh, Fantasy I can't and, so. and Dragon Quest. Remember you know, staples? Casino. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't remember. Uh, but like, like, and not. I know it's not Bally, but like systems as well. Like they. Uh, Brought back like gem crafting, but like instead of the weird thing, oh, it was, I remember. It's literally game. just a menu of like four columns or five columns of different types of gems, mm-hmm. and it's very simple. It's very okay. self-explanatory, and it's like not complicated. And they don't, and like there's a auto equip thing too. Like, oh, uh, just equip best gear you have. Yeah, if you want, you can do that. I mean, you might want to like mess around a little bit more, yeah. but like it'll give you something that's competent at least. Um, I don't want to go like any further because like it might tie into the combat when we get into it. But like, yeah, they got a, uh, yeah, they got like this like cosmetic stuff like you know changing outfits. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Like, you get dirty as you progress, and like you can wash your clothes cool. at like a, a resting spot, so you look like nice and clean. That's and cool. Little things, dude. <laughs> little shit like that. I yeah. love. It sounds so dumb and trivial, but uh, I love little things like that. I remember cook meals. Cook meals. Yeah, and you sit and eat them. And they like they might not look Final Fantasy 15 good, but they look edible. First one was like a burrito. I was like, dude, I can tell it's a burrito, dude. Switch, switch, looking good. Switch burrito, burrito. switch burrito, switch burrito, dude. Um, tell me about. So I remember the the previous games had many of these, and they were just kind of whatever side quests. Um, so they're still so they kind of streamlined some of it. And there's not a lot of fetch quests in terms of like go out and get like items. Mm-hmm. Those how that works now is each colony has like they they in the lore there's like a an internet basically with like post requests for items. Okay. And as you come across the items and get them, you can go into the menu and they'll just have a list of all these people who are looking for stuff. And it'll just tell you you've collected all of oh, them. Okay. And once it gives the icon they're filled, you just submit the items remotely. So you don't have you, to go like you don't have talk to go to someone. To, I mean, you, you sometimes maybe there but. are some quests where it's like. I need you to like get three things, but like it's a little bit more story focused when you go there. There's like a cut scene. Yeah, there might be a fight. Okay, but like there hasn't been a lot of remedial. Just go here, pick up this item, come right back. Okay, uh, that that's relegated to its own kind of like subsystem. They seem worth it so far to do. They they give you a good amount of experience. Um, okay, that's uh, worth it. In my they opinion. give you. Uh, there's no gear. Mm-hmm. It's accessories that you equip, so like you don't change your armor. I mean you. You can change your appearance, but like, there's yeah, no like head piece, chest piece, yeah. anything like that. It's literally accessory slots, and you can have up to three that you can unlock. Um, a lot of this is like it's all gated behind your level. After you hit certain level milestones, you unlock more slots. Okay, for certain cool. Things. I like that. Uh, Damiani, <clears throat> I think I quit so many JRPGs because it takes so long to get invested into the main storyline in a lot of these games and i always find myself the way i play games is do all the side quests first you know explore be very thorough but then i burn myself out before the story can like fully Mm. grab me and then i quit (laughs) so my question is 
how are the stories of the side quest? Do they get you invested oh. in the world and the people, or are they just standard filler, or whatever? You don't even care. I mean, the side quests just help you understand relationships between the colony members. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really the main focus. Yeah, they're they're more about like serving, like building up like the systems to improve like your the your progress to the game. Um, but they do like like for example, one of the like earlier ones. There's like a a commander who's like kind of like an absent-minded like mechanic. Okay. Um, and he's supposed to be like the leader of this colony, but like he really delegates everything to another guy who gets angry at him because like you don't really do anything, but like you do a quest line with them and like you help out because like he's like, can you just like help me out by like giving people stuff to do and like making nice. my job easier? So like you get a little bit of okay. char- a tiny yeah. bit of character development there for like these smaller characters, yeah. But like the main cast is like. Everything with them is like main story. Yeah. I thought you'd yeah. ask a different question about like how long does it take for you to like get captivated by a story and is like it like fall to the wayside if you yeah. like meander too much. Yeah. This is probably the f- like one, of the f- it- one of the fastest I think nice. to, to be hooked in. They all have like twists at the beginning mm-hmm. of their games. Like I mean, yeah. the first one it's like death of a major character within like the first few hours, and sure. it's like time to go set out on this adventure. But after that part, it kind of like meanders. Yeah. This is like. Oh man, like we like same like, like there's a big twist that happens, but you're kind of like on the run and like the world is. I like that you. premise. That's a cool premise. But meanwhile, sure, like your off. your own party is like you got to like reconcile your own party. Three and three, you're from opposite worlds and yeah. stuff. So like you hate each other. At That's first. cool too. So it's like how are you getting to understand each other in the slow process of like we need to become comrades. That just survive, but like oh, we're really not that different. Like they start to realize, man, our worlds are the same. We're the same. Like, why it. were we even fighting each other? So you've got that surface level kind of like characterization, but you got like the, they throw something major at you by like hour five, and it's like. I'm in. It's like, dude, this is Brad bait right here. The freaking organization 13. Yeah, yeah dude. They have like, so they got these dudes in like Keyblade armor meeting up no in like way, a movie really? theater. Like Sick. some like, not movie theater, but like, a, like a, a, a play theater, a playhouse or something. I don't know Bro. what's going on, man. It's so weird. Little spotlights come on them. Like, they, they're like Theatrics. men in black style calling yourself like KJ, like, oh, they, like first Hell letters, yeah. names, Bro. no names or whatever. And like, they're so, so mysterious and shit and then like they sh- one of them shows up and it's like um like they call him Mobius or something and he turns into like it's in the trailer like the giant monster mech or whatever cool then you get your 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 Ouroboros mech and like you have this oh epic God. that's like dude let's go and like, yeah. like they all they're like they're like they're a Kotsky style dude with their personalities it's like they got like the the next one's like kind of like a joker dude he's like ah let me go do it like I have the honor to go and like yeah, there's like, and there's like the serious one. And each of their masks is like, one's got like a bird eagle face. One's got like Medusa, like snake head. But it's like a, like it's a helmet. So it's like static. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I have no idea what's going on with them. Other than like, they're supposedly like the gatekeepers of the world. The Asians. And like, the, and the, 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 I won't say any more than that to avoid spoilers. But like, there's something going on with them. Mm. And you, you, get, you do get a firsthand look at one of them within like the first 10, like, 10 hours of the game, five hours of the game, and it's like, okay, what's going on here? What's like, going what, what's, on? What's, what's the going story on? here? Sick. Yeah. Good mystery. Mi- mysteries, man. Sounds like a good mystery in this premise. Tell me about the combat. What's the, uh, the new hook so this man, time around? Lar- th- these are like 
six party members, sometimes seven party members, fighting all at once uh, in a battle. And it seems chaotic, but here's how it works. Um, you control one character at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can freely switch between any character at any time. Like uh, seven remakes, though? S- yeah, you can, it is instant, like instant switches you to that character's perspective. So that's actually pretty impressive yeah. that you can switch between the six of them. Um, each character starts off with like a base class. Um, there's DPS, tank, and their healer, and there's like variations of them. Eventually, it goes Final Fantasy V job system style, mm-hmm. where like you can switch to a different job, and as you master them, you gain master skills, which then you permanently can keep, and you can equip them. Like so, basically, you have like your gem slot spots, yeah, and any of your accessory slots. You learn any of your arts, which are like been since. Xenoblade One, like the one of the yeah. f- like face buttons you push, it does like oh here's like your it's side like your attack or attacks, yeah, yeah yeah. But then on that you have like your like you have master arts as well, and then you have like latent abilities and all this you can like equip uh, more and more of this as you play more of the jobs. And it starts off with like a basic set, but then those seventh characters are called heroes, and they're with you temporarily for like a chapter or so, a chapter, and. Initially, they form a bond with a certain character, and that character then gets access to that job. Nice. Mm. And eventually, other characters can get access to it as well. And like the the first one you get is like a, a special type of DPS class, like a dual sword wielding class, um, which is pretty cool. Next say- one's like a special type of medic class. Okay. And like after you unlock like the first one, like it shows you like the class menu. It like silhouettes like a ton of them. Oh my god. So there are a lot of jobs that you're going to be able to switch between and each have like special things so you want to mix and match. But the thing is you got to keep balance. Like you don't want to go all deep I and mean, maybe you do but like I always like having two healers, two tanks and two DPS okay. at any time because sometimes the battles are not just one versus six versus one. It's like you got multiple mobs fighting you. Yeah. Having that extra tank in there really helps with like like you know crowd management um, but it's not as simple as so Xenoblade 1 was like a hot bar, a horizontal yeah, hot bar just, of yeah. skills. Like, like I think six or seven skills and it was, they all, both, all the games have a system of where you want to inflict a certain type of attack where you basically like, uh, what is it, like a, it's like topple, like stagger, it's like knock, like it's knockdown, topple, mm-hmm. and you can like daze and you can like launch and then like you have abilities that can like cap, like the more further along in those debuffs you get them the more damage they take like one of your characters has like a slam move so if you like they're in the launch state the enemy like they spin it's like I love how they kept the ridiculous super fast spinning animation yeah, it's like yeah. so goofy but then like <laughs> one of like what the first new DPS class it's a powered up special attack uh, is a smash attack a slam attack which does like the most damage when they're like launched which is so sick to see so you have like that from Xenoblade 1 that's like kind of like your right side for mm-hmm. some characters so one the, the one a legion of the characters, the faction, the three, they're kind of like derivative from Xenoblade 1's battle system. Oh. The other side is kind of derivative from 2, which is those diamond-shaped ones where they fill up with each auto. So one set of cooldowns always fills up continuously no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The other set only fills up when you land auto attacks. Now, eventually, those combine. Your left side or right side is one or the other. And if they both fill up, well, they're both filled up at the same time, corresponding buttons, you can do a fusion attack where you fuse them together. Fusion. Yeah. That's sick. So it's like a dual tank? I mean, the, the, dude, that's what the Ouroboros is. <laughs> the Ouroboros is fusion ha. Huh? Like, <laughs> so the, the mech thing I was talking about when they turn into mechs, uh, each character has a partner and they only fuse with them. <laughs> 
Um, and how that works is once you combine into it, your hotbar changes to do like those types of like mech attacks, but it's like a heat gauge that's building up and you don't want to overheat. If you overheat, you get locked out of it for a long time. But if you come out of it, it will cool down faster nice. and you can get back into it. But like, not only is it super powerful, like it's a get out of jail card too, because like you're not taking, you take damage, but like you're not really taking damage. Mm -hmm. So like your character's about to die, maybe your partner or whatever, hop, in. hop into it, Hell like yeah. buy some time or whatever. Like, hey, I, I need to, cool mechanic. You, you do this while I switch over to some other characters because jumping between characters while it's like impressive, you can do it. Um, sometimes it's a little like, it takes a little bit more time to like switch over to one because you have to cycle through. Yeah, I kind of wish there was a way to like maybe jump. Maybe I missed it. I'll be fair. There's a lot of systems in here. Yeah. In fact, I missed out on the changing character thing for about like an hour. Love that. I, in the overworld, I knew I could do it, but like I misread something. I thought it was waiting to unlock mm -hmm. the character thing. But then I asked someone. I was like. Can I change? I feel like I should be able to change characters now if I can do it in the one. I'm like, yeah, you can. I'm like, oh shit, I must, I must have missed that. Mm -hmm. And so, I totally fair. There might be a way to faster switch to another character besides cycling through them. But if not, I, I, that's one thing I wish they would address. Yeah. The other big thing about battles, real quick, is uh, in large scale, like multiple mob battles. Uh, Xenoblade has always been a game about aggro management. They yes. do a lot about like. You, it's very easy for you to rip hate off your tank. It, it's very like a yeah. thing you have to put a lot of focus in. My issue is with multiple enemies, I need some kind of aggro table to tell me which enemy is oh, okay. about to be ripped off, so I don't waste. Maybe I You're have enough. Like, so like, let's say there's three. Scheme, maybe yeah. So say there's three enemies, and I clearly have established hate, like a large hate lead on two of them. The third one, I don't, but I don't know that, and it's about to be ripped off. Now there's dialogue. The banter is not all just like gimmicky one-liners. Some of it is informational, like. A tank will say, "Oh no, I lost sight of that one," which means, "Uh oh, it broke away." Yeah. And like the line, the color-coded line will show from blue to red, which means, "Uh oh, it's, it's a targeting it's, that thing." Yeah, they yeah. do have a color-coded like targeting system to show you, like, "Uh oh, that one needs to be." But you prefer back. if they like showed their their. I would like to preemptively list. do something about that. Yeah, like so it's you can something. Tell if it's yeah, getting... it's just something they've never done that I wish. I mean, mm. it's probably Lean not into what they're that going MMO for. vibe, you know? Yeah, maybe they don't want to <laughs> lean too heavily into that, but. Those are like the two small things right now. Is just like, uh, but other. But I think I've done enough now where aggro management doesn't really even become a problem anymore mm -hmm. because I don't play that. Like I don't even play the tank. Uh, I've been. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been going like healer tank uh, DPS role. I've been leaning into. I like not having 100% maximum control when your NPCs so, are like you know if if your NPC is tanking it like. Whatever happens, so, so, kind of. To like. be fair, in early goings, like it would be like you took on too many enemies, dude. It's going, it's chaotic, dude. Like yeah. things are going to hell, run yeah. away. Like I, I get what they're going for. It's like yeah. you bit off more than you can chew. Back off, man. Like, yeah. like, like they do have a mechanic where you can like try and, in a group of enemies, you just want to ping one of them over. You can like throw something, and grab throw its attention. Throw a rock at them. Yeah, it's literally throwing a rock, <laughs> and you bring them over. And it's like, there, like yes, you can do this. The game does have these mechanics to support nice. that. So it's giving you a lot of tools to work around that. It's just maybe in the early goings, I would have put it. Sorry, you had a question, yeah. though. Oh, uh, can you customize the mech? So it's not necessarily a mech. It, it is a mech, but like it literally the first mech looks like uh, uh, Angel 1 or whatever the... Uh, Shinji's for, angel from fucking oh, really? uh, Evangelion, from Evangelion just colored differently. Oh, it literally funny. looks like that. Um, 
you don't as far you can upgrade abilities, but in, certain, in terms of physical appearance, I haven't come across anything that changes it. Your characters, though, take on the appearance of the job class they are on. Nice. But later, you do get a glamour uh, uh, system, transmog system, cool. where any class you've Excellent. mastered, you can choose to wear that outfit instead. Uh, That's cool. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Excellent. How competent is the AI of your companions? I think it's pretty good. There's the only the only small issue at the beginning was uh, uh, your tactician slash medic can place uh, area of effect fields for healing, like defense up or like attack up. And this is where I was like, when I finally like asked a quote, someone was like, "Can I change party members?" Because they were placing them on the most opportune, like especially the attack <laughs> up. I'm like, I have to, always, I'm, I have to do rear and side positionals because there are positionals in this game for some of your attacks to get like more, like the chance to do yeah. more damage. And I'm like, can you just place the damn attack thing like? O- overlapping the mob or something so I can like stand at the mm-hmm. side and then like oh I can just take over them and place it myself but like actually is like, like as we where I'm at now it feels like they're pretty good about it and I've learned now it's like stay in the attack field and when you need to go get a positional swing out real quick to do it go right back in nice. like mm, yeah. you don't like being in front is not bad like I'm sorry so many MMOs teach you being in front of a mob is like the worst if thing to be because it will cleave you but like yeah. they they either have auto attacks on a single target or they have an AOE attack there's no cleave attack mm. so like it's an auto that cleaves or something like that so I, I think the AI yeah, is pretty yeah, okay. like, I think they did a better job with this one damn I don't know. This game sounds really good. I didn't know about this job system. Like, that's yeah. how you get me. Yeah, that's like, how you get Brad. They, they yeah. have the icons for it, like little chibi anime oh, art the for them. Two, right? Yeah, I know yeah, I've been the first two. Yeah, two, right? yeah, I've been both. Uh, sorry, I don't know if you said this earlier. So when you're leveling up your job, you can... Do you get, like, a skill that you could carry over to another job? So, yeah, that's what I was talking about. So there's your, your, your individual level. Yeah. Um, which uh, you level up uh, at the campsites, you cash in your experience, um, and then you like you gain your levels. Oh, wait, do you level up at a campsite? Yeah, you, the, there's like bonus nice. experience and oh. stuff that you could like cash okay. in, and like you like cool. you'll jump a lot of levels when you do that. Then jobs have ranks: rank one through rank ten. Rank ten means you've mastered it. Yes. There's something later in the game. It does tell you up front when you get the job system that later on you'll be able to go beyond rank ten. Damn. Eventually, but once you get rank ten in like m- like the early portions of the game move to the next it'll one it'll even prompt you it's like it won't it, there's like a message that flashes in the side of the screen but when you go to the character menu and you go to your character it'll be like it'll, it's really nice they put up a message like hey this character's max rank it would be like behoove, behoove you to change to a different mm-hmm. rank and like get you know stop wasting because you're not accumulating any more rank points once you master get to rank 10 you get a master skill that can now you can equip that forever in your master skill slot. So like, let's say I get like a, an aggro, like I want to like an aggro, like a, like like a provoke or taunt mm-hmm. type of play, and I go to healer for whatever reason. Like oh, like I just want to be able to like use that. So like cool because I can put down a bunch of fields on me. Not I'm just I'm just giving you a, a mm-hmm. random example. This is not I don't think this is actually in the game, but like. There are aggro shedding ones. Those are the useful ones. Uh, like when you're high DPS or yeah, you're yeah, doing you a lot of healing, you, one of the master skills is aggro shedding. And I'm like, dude, that's it's like, really you good. You want that. That's like, really good. Yeah. yeah. Then there's like buff ones as well. Like you'll see, you'll mix and match. Mm-hmm. And some of the more advanced ones are like, like pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Damn. I can't wait to play this game. I'm really excited about this mech thing you've been talking to me about. Like job system Uro- and mechs, Ouroboros and like. <laughs> Hell yes, Damiani. Uh, a lot of good stuff. A couple people wrote in about a few questions for this game, Damiani. 
Cafofallon uh, said, How cozy is Xenoblade 3? I found Xenoblade 2 to be really relaxing when I was sick or when I was when it was snowing outside. I remember these games being pretty comfy sometimes. They, they, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, there, there are no pawns in the game. You have an accompanying no Love pawn the no with pawns, you. And then you yes. get a no pawn team. You get a Manana. No those little fluffy little, like, they're like cute the egg, mascots. Look like, I would like say egg, almost. They look like uh, those Sonic things or whatever. Chows. Uh, uh, what are the other? Maybe no Klonoas. They got Klonoa heads with like you know egg shaped body. Sure, 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 sure. Um, like Mananas and uh, uh, and Riku are the two you have at first. Um, mm-hmm. Manana's like a chef. Riku's like an engineer. Riku helps you with the gem creations. Manana cooks you the meals. Yep. So like camping cool. sites are they're pretty. Tight. Camping sites are pretty cozy. Um, but the game is starts off. It's like pretty like high strung though at the beginning yeah. like it's like this world it's like dark this, yeah like, these it, games have some dark stuff yeah, in them like the world is pretty crappy like your life is pretty crappy you you get some flashbacks to like what happened to some of like your earlier friends it's like not good stuff <laughs> happened in your past and it's like everyone's carrying baggage yeah. and it's like and even as like you've like start to like you know lift the veil from certain characters not everyone fully accepts like what you're peddling mm-hmm. you're like an early scene where like a guy's like this is like something of my friend you like your your side killed him last week or whatever it's like they put a bullet right in his head and he like puts his like hand like right on like finger right in like his forehead it's like there's but then like immediately after another character's like hey you you saved us and stuff so mm-hmm. like here's extra food and stuff because like not everyone like is going to think like that so like it's yeah, it has. I guess if you found too jolly, you yeah. could find jolliness. In I this. haven't come across anything like the No Pond Village yet. That yeah, was the most course. jolly yeah, thing that's, in, yeah, in that's, Xenoblade, that, honestly. That jolly. Um, I would like to, I, I want that moment where yeah. I come across like You're a like, No Pond Village. Yeah, uh, this is from Jason Wajner. Brief question Do I really need to play Xenoblade 2 before 3? Playing through one now, and I love it, but don't want to jump into 2 right away because of burnout. Thinking of just jumping to three when I'm ready for another huge JRPG, which is only like once a year at this point in my life. I'm. It's maybe it's hard for you to tell. Cause yeah, you're I don't know about it. like the like. Yeah, I don't know about the full game in terms of like, especially the payoff. There are definitely two things I've been in the trailer that, on a surface level, appear to be. One appears to be a character from one, and one appears to be a character from two, or at least the imagery. Yeah, is heavily hinting at that. Them. Um, so I don't know. And there's like the world itself looks like a little bit of a fusion. I just said like the battle systems are fusion, like even theme music themes are Mm kind of like trickling in. So I don't know if it goes beyond that. I I mean, there's something else in there too. That's like kind of a nod. I think the future connected or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I can't definitively say, but at least through the first couple of like dozens of like you know like hasn't seemed like it yet. yeah like first like 20 or so hours you don't need to okay and honestly even with going from one to two literally only the ending of two like something in the ending of two mm-hmm. a very specific few lines of dialogue in a cut scene where like the only connection between the two like you did not suffer any enjoyment of two by not having played true, one. True, because I played two before. I and I one. have a feeling that like while there might be a little bit more payoff for knowing stuff about one and two, possibly, I think the majority of the game, it just and Nintendo's mo, they mm-hmm. don't like you having to rely so heavily on past games to fully enjoy the new one. So I'm gonna guess you probably can just jump into yeah. it, and you'll probably yeah, have probably. a great time. Yeah. 
Huber. Yo. Talk to me. Okay. You've been playing this game for a while, a couple weeks. Getting random screenshots from you and our other friend Grumbomb playing this also. Oh, it's been months. <laughs> yeah, I guess it has been months. Talk to me about Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> One of your all-time favorites. With, I would say you said probably your favorite character of all time now. Yeah, full confession. Uh, Arthur Morgan is my favorite video game character of all time. No question. Wow. It's not even a hesitation anymore. Like, I mean, it's like I could easily see that. Definitively the greatest yeah. video game He's character excellent. of all time. Um, I'm big on replaying video games. And I feel like th- like your second playthrough of a game, you learn so much because you don't have the baggage of the noise when a game comes out. You don't have like the unknown trying to piece everything together, learning the controls. Like there's so much you just don't have to worry about right up front. So you can pour all that energy into like other things. So. This is only my second playthrough of this game. Beat it, obviously, right when it came out. Like, obsessed. But just with everything that's going on with with GTA and everything, Mm -hmm. I was waiting for, like, the perfect moment to go back to this game. I had been craving it for so long. And I was like, dude, I gotta wait. You know, I gotta gotta wait for, like, a next-gen patch. You know, Mm -hmm. all these other devs out there just patching their games for free. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Forza, or not for. I've almost said Force Unleashed. Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah. Thanks a lot, Fallen Order. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the old Assassin's Creed games, dude. I saw, like, Origins, Odyssey, 60 Frames. Like, mm-hmm. not with Red Dead. None of that. None of that. No. So, no. so I was waiting for so long, and then finally... I couldn't wait any longer. And it actually all worked out for the best because I legitimately started my my playthrough two weeks later. Rockstar is like, GTA Online, or uh, uh, Red Dead Online is done. We are not remaking the first game. We are not patching or doing anything with Red Dead 2. We are all in on GTA 6. So I was like, all right, I guess I mm-hmm. went back to this game at the absolute perfect time. Go. Holy fuck. I mean, it, it's hard to talk about this game because, like, everything's already been said about it. Yeah, that but was, like, four years ago, though. Exactly. Here we are four years later, and I can comfortably say that this is easily one of the best video games ever made mm-hmm. for a few reasons. One is the writing. Yes. The writing in this game. We always talk about, like, characters and story and, you know, GTA writing gets brought up a lot of the time, you know, whether it's, like, mature or not. Like, Red Dead 2 is an epic masterpiece. All of these characters have fully realized lives. This entire gang you are rolling with, it's like they are real people in this world. So the writing and the voice acting, I think, are Rockstar's best. Obviously, this can all be debated till the end of time. You know, your favorite GTA, your favorite game, your favorite Rockstar. I really, truly believe in my heart and my soul that Red Dead 2 has two of the greatest things Rockstar has ever done. That is writing, and the other are the missions. 
just replayed through the definitive edition of all those GTAs. Replayed through five a few years ago, so it's pretty fresh. Haven't played four in a minute. Right. But so many Rockstar missions, and even Red Dead, Red, 2 do, Red Dead 2 does this often, so many of these missions end in a big shootout, you know? Just like, go in, guns blazing, whatever. But there are... I think I'm up to like 80, 90, 100 missions now. I'm almost done with the game. I'm very, 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 very far. And all of these, like out of 100 missions, like there are so many when you're doing a one-off thing one time in the game and then you just don't do it again. Like you go out into the swamps looking for like gator traps and all this. You round up some cattle. Like, the missions themselves are like, you rob a bank, you don't really do that that often, or you rob a train, or you go to the bar with Lenny. <laughs> like, there are so many incredible moments. And another thing I realized, you know, something I really wanted to tap into is the current onslaught of a volume of good games there are so many good games everything is moving so fast boom 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 games all the time movies all the time tv shows all the time pop culture is just like one big massive thing and a backlog bearing down on all of us right so it's like everyone is so busy to commit to the games they want to play or the games that everybody else is playing or the movies and shows everyone's talking about. And Red Dead 2 is a game that pretty much demands time and commitment and patience. This is a long, slow game that you cannot rush through. Just exploring the open world Coming across, also, we talk about these scripted missions, some of the best in the biz, these non-scripted moments that you get in, where you're just like stumbling into town, and, you know, maybe a scripted NPC will come out, but then that will lead to like, a lot of different possibilities, like, You'll go into a store and you'll dynamically like hold someone hostage and that'll lead to something <laughs> like all these things I've discovered that I never knew the first time. Mm -hmm. It's just been it's been one of the best replays of a game in my entire life. <laughs> you said this and I agree with you. Red Dead 2 is not a game you rush. Yes. It's a lot about a lot. A lot of the game is about the small moments and slow things. Enjoying those moments. Do you think maybe... Now, we like this. Do you yeah. think maybe it, it indulges too much in that for most people? Sure, it's not for everybody. You know, uh, patience is eroding in society, mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Um, people don't like drawn out things as much as maybe they used to. Mm -hmm. I will say that you can mainline it still. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't obviously play how you want to play. I love I love that motto. Of course, that's our motto forever. But I would highly encourage not to speed run through the main quests. Like this is a game where legit like I'm I RP this. Mm -hmm. This is a game where you fucking RP the entire time. I will roll into town, 
get a, a shot at the bar, have a meal, go see a movie, take a bath and go to bed. Wake up the next day, change your clothes. Like, the game is not asking you to do that, but it is so immersive. There's so much detail that, like, you just, you can't help yourself. You just get caught up in this world because it's just so authentic and real. Yeah. I like games that capture you that much, Hubert. It's yeah. good to hear that because it's like... Have you played this? So I've only played a little bit of Red okay. Dead, but like the, 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 the feeling of like wanting to savor stuff, especially on like on a yeah, replay. Dude. And like, I don't know if this is the same thing, um, but like I, I feel it speaks to like that's how much of a strong like bond you have with the game. But yeah. like for me, um, A Link to the Past, mm-hmm. on certain replays, I, I don't do this as much anymore, but yeah. like I used to when I would do a replay of it, yeah. like... Want to like slowly enjoy it? It's like man, yes. like you know this game to death and stuff. You're like, yeah, you can like crit path this, but it's like, no, I want to like, I want to do this like in kind of like in chapters. Like I think of like so like like a TV man. show. It's like, yes. like I, 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 my imagination takes over a little bit. Yeah, there's only like a few scant lines of dialogue, but it's like, no, like you know the, the first mission where like the the church elder and like you save Zelda. It's like the conversation he has. Like it's like you go to the town. Like <laughs> yes. I gotta walk around the town a little bit. Talk like to talk to all the NPCs. Yes. Like like. Pretend like a night, like because there's no day night cycle. It's like it used to be what your imagination. It feels like yeah. the, like Red Dead just like allows you to indulge in it by actually offering all this it stuff. And really like, it's not just your imagination. It's like we give you the tools and the opportunity to enjoy that. Yes, so I think like, like they understand that very well, dude. Yes, like the camp is the best. You just go back to camp. Anytime you want, your whole gang is there. You can make coffee, dude, fresh brew. Just going around with your mug, talking to everyone about the current state of affairs. Mm -hmm. And there is so much dialogue. It is insane. Everybody gets like three, three, three presses. You know, you'll go up with someone, you'll do like... Dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. But, like, the amount of how many of those there are over the course of the entire game is crazy. I think, like, I heard Arthur and one person repeat themselves twice because I didn't, like, advance the main storyline at that point. That's yeah, it. That's really impressive. And just replaying, like you said, savoring those moments, Damiani. Red Dead 2 is a very dense game. You know, the story is sprawling. So going back to it four years later, like... There were a lot of missions I forgot, a lot of holes I forgot, but I remember bits and pieces. So just going back to the camp and tracking certain characters from the beginning, being like, dude, I'm going to keep an extra close eye on you because maybe the first time around you kind of slid into the background. I didn't take you as seriously as some of the other key players, but like focusing on all those little details. And that is why I love replays too, being able to focus all that stuff and really see how mm-hmm. all the puzzle pieces come together. This was a controversial thing in the game at the time, but I really liked it actually. I thought it worked well was how it handled fast travel. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily you could just travel anywhere you wanted immediately. I think you had to go like yeah. to a train or you yeah, needed Yeah, there's like there's there, the stagecoach signs. That, okay, yeah, that was it. Brad, it's crazy how many things this game just doesn't tell you. Because you can set up camp, and from camp, you can fast travel to, like, a big town. Right. So, really, you can kind of do it. But it's not like... It, it doesn't really tell you about yeah, it. It's it, 
it's not as easy as some other games, which I think yeah. works well for it. Absolutely. There's only specific areas. You can set up camp. Mm-hmm. You have to fast travel to a specific place. You can't do, like, right to the waypoint, you know? So mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get close, but then mm-hmm. you got to ride a little bit. Yeah, I guess my question is, has it, like annoyed you or any way or you've been totally embracing it totally embracing it because this has been a great year for games but I, again i i i just started it at the perfect time <laughs> it's just like there's been a little bit of a lull in between sure. big game releases you know the last couple of months right like i need to get to stray of course and and live alive no but i, I know what you're saying but like the time like I Elden Ring already came out. Elden Ring already came out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. God of War still to yeah. come, right? So I've been able to embrace that slow pace. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, I've played over like I thought I was gonna burn through this shit. And I've been playing actually for like it's going on two mm-hmm. months now. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and I haven't been rushing it, and I've just been I've been enjoying it so much. Another thing it never tells you, I love these little details, double tap L1, Arthur will do a little... Oh, little, spin. Like, little what was spin? the other thing you never tells you? What was the... Oh, uh, Evil Within, the holster or whatever. Oh, yeah, Stuff like that. You're like, yeah, oh, you're away. Like, you're like, yeah. The RV, <laughs> love it. I remember this game There's had a, also oh, okay. t- 10 out of 10. And I love it, and I know this pisses everyone off. Not everyone. Missable quests. Missable quests. Yeah. In fact... Well, it makes sense, I guess, because there's like a time progression in this game. Exactly. People die. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll do that later. That character died. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I missed one that I wanted... I just missed one I wanted to do. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> reminds me of like kind of... <laughs> From games, they're okay with you missing stuff. Absolutely. They are okay with that. It's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been many years since I've played this. The yeah, only probably four years. Yeah, since it came out. Yeah. So I agree with you on story, writing, world building, incredible. Yeah. Probably some like the best there is. Yeah. The one area that Rockstar has been held back constantly for many years has been I guess the gameplay of it. Sure. Of like Maybe not the whole gameplay. Yeah. I think of maybe movement mm-hmm. in some ways, because some ways I think the movement's really great. Like your yeah. horse, I Ow. thought it was great. Yes. Your character movement and shooting. Sure. How do you feel they hold up four years later? Absolutely, Brad. Okay, great question. Horse, phenomenal. Right. Check our streams. I streamed this only twice because I. this has been a personal playthrough. This is playthrough. your game. Yeah, this is for you. Personal playthrough, but we did... Stream Lenny's mission. So <laughs> check that highlight if you're curious. Uh, it was a hell of a night. Uh, the horse is phenomenal. Ge- Before we get into t- g- into it too, gameplay, right? I feel like because because uh, I'm gonna bring Last of Us into it for a second. <laughs> sure. When people say Last of Us gameplay is bad, mm-hmm. I feel like gameplay can is more than. Moving and shooting and interacting with the environment yep. it is also that. <laughs> bless you. It is also that like RP world building, being just in the world. That's gameplay yeah. to me. Yeah, like I'm not expecting this game yeah. to be fucking Vanquish or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, but for what it is going for, do you think it does well still? Yes. So, the movement is better than I remember. But it still isn't the best. You know, Arthur is heavy 
cumbersome, you know. A lot know? of wide circles maybe turning around. A lot of wide circles at OG Geralt wide, you know, <laughs> wide yeah. wide turns, yeah. you know. Um there is there there is some stuff I I actually like uh, and I liked it when it came out too. Like when you get off your horse, you can imme- if something's on the back while Arthur's getting off, you can trigger up square. You can be holding square as he's getting off into one fluid motion. He'll grab the thing on the back and put it over his shoulder. Little things like that. Yeah, the or animations like are incredible in this game. Next level, or like opening cupboards, you just hold square and he'll do it all in once. Where it really gets held back are close quarters shootouts. A little clumsy. little clumsy. It's hard to... It's just... Yeah, it's just a little slow to move. You know, you want Arthur to, like, run up here and cover and, like, run down there and cover. And it's it's Arthur. You know, he's older and stuff. But you'd still want him to just move a little bit quicker to areas. Yeah, I guess I'd say... Especially in close quarters, it's not as fluid yeah. as you'd want it to be. And video games, let's solve this together. Let's do it. <laughs> moving, aiming, shooting, and moving the camera. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do all this shit? We got to get there, you know? I'm thinking of the From Software claw of running and moving the camera. Mm-hmm. And... Just like constantly like shooting, but then then moving the the camera a little bit, but then because like right. I need I need this for reload, and and like clamor jump over. But then I also need to move the camera. So if I'm running and I want to climb, I I gotta move my fingers a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a limitation of a video game controller or something. I don't mm. know. Will that ever be solved? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just turn on auto aim Huber because in my mind yeah. I, I I've told you the justification mm. that if I'm some character who's like I don't know about Red Dead. Arthur's a gunslinger. But anyone for sure. who's like a good shooter or something it's like that, you yeah. should at least give me even if it's not like everything's gonna hit, there should just yeah. be like a like a general like auto lock on where it's like a majority of shots will hit. It's perfect. You might miss a fuse, like but like yeah, in a high movement situation. You just hold down something. It's like okay, you don't have to worry about aiming anymore. Yeah, like if you want to manually the aim, guns, so be it. It's but super like, good in this. You can turn auto aim off fully, which I have done. But with auto aim, it'll target them. But like you have your little revolver six shooter. Even if you auto aim to them, your crosshair will be like this, oh yeah. and then it'll shrink. So you still have. There is still a level of like. Micromanaging that, even yeah. with the auto game, I think it's a great balance. Yeah, less movement you do, the more accurate. Like that's been around. Yeah. Like uh, I'd like that, but like it would just make like for more frantic shootouts. It's like you just need to get to another cover. I'm not. Yeah. I don't care if I really kill the person. I need to like fire and like keep them down while I, like yeah. the realism there. Like you're fine. Like in a lot of games where I'm firing at someone, they don't take cover a lot of times. Like they just keep firing at me. Yeah. It's like I would love if the game was more receptive. To, like all right. I'm running and firing and stuff like yeah. you. You put your head up, you're likely to get hit. That's like dude, real life. It's it. like Not, you need to say in cover. Yeah, dude. When you don't aim, he does the like Doc Holiday, like bop, 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 <laughs> bop. Mm-hmm. or like if you have the the lever action, and you don't aim. He like holds it at his hip and it's like yeah, ka-chee, ka-chee. really good. Um, I I believe that Red Dead Two is the culmination of Rockstar Games. 
legacy that you, we all know and grew up with from, mm-hmm. you know, we like GTA 1 and 2, mm-hmm. but, but for real, GTA 3 to this point, Red Dead 2, that is, that is the legacy, that is it, because now Rockstar is different. Like, the houses yeah, are gone. It's different, yeah. Obviously, uh, a ton of employees that worked on all of those games are still there, but, like, <laughs> some key creative people are gone. So I feel like we're entering a new era, mm-hmm. and I feel like GTA 6 will control... Oh, differently. So you have those expectations. Yeah, I okay. do have expectations. That I G- think, yeah, if yeah. they don't, it'll, it'll be bad. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. kind of need to now. Yeah, because when Red Dead 2 came out, that was a huge criticism mm-hmm. were the, the controls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just going into it four years later, having already gone through that and knowing that, my expectations were way lower. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I know the controls aren't going to be the best. So I was like, actually surprised i lowered my expectations so i was like oh okay they actually they're actually pretty good hmm hell of a game hell of a damn I, game One next of the time best. i play this game it's gonna be on pc because yeah. there's no you know future thing coming and i'm exactly. like mouse and keyboard aiming in this game hell yes yeah yeah how so Damiani, your kind of thing about like an auto aim thing i think the game kind of has its own with the the dead eye mechanic how's that holding up this time around dead eye yeah, I'm trying to remember it. how it works. You phys- you me- physically target parts of them, you right? You unlock... Uh, your Deadeye gets better as the game goes on. Right. So eventually the highest level is enter Deadeye. You can enter Deadeye and just immediately shoot someone in slow-mo if you mm-hmm. just want to do like one target boom, or you can do the classic like mark, 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 okay. mark, mark. Shoot, and then he'll go... Yeah. Deadeye rules... All the little details, the newspapers, the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I, I just yeah, an incredibly realized world for sure. It, Super good. I I just we briefly talked about it on stream as well. I just don't know what you do in a GTA Six. I just don't know how you because there is the scary thought of let's not go too big. You know that's always the the sequelitis uh. of like. Well, it's a sequel. We got to go bigger, 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 bigger every time. Sequel, 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 bigger, more, more, bigger. And mm-hmm. it's like you got to find that balance of like intimacy, pacing, guidance, and freedom. You know, you don't want to meander too long. It's like, oh man, that sounds like a nightmare. My <laughs> yeah. rock star is really good at it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be interested to see them do, but like, I think. It flies a little bit too in the face of like their their heavily narrative driven games. Like it is too much to account for. Mm-hmm. You start going like the you know the Bioware route where it's like character like permadeath of the characters, like your own character. Oh, like shit. if you like make wrong decisions and stuff in a game, your character dies. So more you, choice. So not like a roguelike where like you Dude. start over, but like you have a posse. Let's say Red Dead Three. Dude, from, Idea for Red Dead 3, GTA you have a posse. Five to Red Dead Two. Like now going further, Damiani, I love this. Yes. Like so you have a posse. It's like Dude. you maybe you do have a leader, but like they get down. It's like all right, who step? You, you choice who steps your, in as the new leader your now. Choices like, are more involved in the story. Yeah, yeah. Like what if like would that add? To, there's a mode in a, in a Red Dead or GTA Six like a permadeath mode. Where it's like maybe you have a crew. And it's like like you lose people, like you lose. It's like you gotta start the whole game over or something. Damiani, I love it. <laughs> I really love it because Red Dead Two has the morality system, so you can be honorable or dishonorable. Hold up, and okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, really briefly. That that changes some things to a degree, but it's very minimal. Very very minimal. That so, was my question: is how 
I remember this system just being like whatever. Yes. And like pretty inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Didn't really matter. So it matters. Okay. You, you get a bounty on your head or whatever, and that's about yeah. it. You pay it off or you get shot and killed and it, like that's it. Yeah, but uh, so but you have the meter, right? And, and that's tracking the whole game, you know, high on or low on, right? It matters to the most hardcore role players mm-hmm. because Arthur will respond differently depending on his honor. Oh. So some little okay. some conversations will say something maybe. He will say something. <laughs> you you know, you can greet or antagonize people. There's that. And then again, just a few cutscenes play out differently. It's very very minimal. Minor. Do you wish maybe like people in the town were afraid of you or something like that? Dude, if you're a bad boy. Dude, they are. Like more though, like they won't sell anything to you, kind of thing. I like think that. that it does happen. I'm playing honorable now because that's my Arthur forever. Okay. But I think that does happen. Okay. In fact, one time I robbed someone, <laughs> robbed a store just on stream for fun, went back to the store, and the guy's like, takes a lot of guts coming back in oh. here. I'm watching you, mister. Were like, you wearing a mask before? Nope. Oh, yeah. Went in, they knew. They Brazen. knew. Dang. That's it is insane. Cool. The level of detail from this many years ago blows my mm-hmm. mind. Everyone always has said Rockstar is the best at open worlds, and it's it's very clear. Yes. What if you could trade? Because you're worried about like <laughs> the scale of the world potentially, like going like bigger. What if the trade off is like it wasn't that much bigger of a world, but like along these lines here, like you're asking about like, like how people would react and stuff. Like, if there was like a like a system where a main character does die, like yeah. say it was your like your crew leader. Yeah. What if your rep goes like you were building up rep with other like gangs or something and it's like now they don't respect you. So like in the story, Shit. like if you had kept them alive, maybe factions would side with you and you have a yeah. pathline where like the crew sides with like these other crew sides with you. It or, sounds insane. They could do like more complex story it's, developments, I think. It sounds if they like, have less moving parts because the world's so big. Maybe. It sounds like the budget would be five hundred million dollars, but if anybody <laughs> could afford it, it is yeah, Rockstar. Them. If we could true like that's where games are headed, I, I feel like maybe, right? Like do you agree or disagree where it's the Open world detail of Red Dead 2 combined with the choices and stakes and consequences of an As Dusk Falls or a Life is Strange where Mm. it can, like, and you know, sometimes people call those games like fake choices, but like, you know what I'm getting at, where it's like the best of both worlds where it's like so much freedom and choice, but also like this really dense linear. Mm-hmm. story but you can control that linear story yeah doesn't gta online already do something where you control turfs or whatever or like zones or something they've and done you, that in like past games you, i know yeah like it's just something they already had it's like building upon that and making it more meaningful to the story it's not just like, it's not a it's gameplay hard. system it's now like actually part of the story it's yeah. like yeah it's do like we a think, dynamic uh, story do we think gta 6 story will be online online only or like, do you think it'll have online yeah, elements I do. to oh. its campaign? Yeah, I think there'll be an online mode that has like story driven. Dude, content. they were just—they yeah. were already doing that in five. Yeah, all the story content they added for five was online. Yeah, Jesus, it scares me. I hope, I hope it's separate, like they did originally. Yes, I like having your single player campaign and then like your online as well. Yeah, I agree. I'd prefer that. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they incorporate online things, though. Maybe not all the time. Yeah. Maybe a few moments yeah. here and there, but hopefully not all the time. Yeah. What if they just tie, like, a significant portion of the post game? They have a significant post game that's, like, online. Domiani? That's where it goes once Perfect. you beat the story. Perfect. It's like into- Perfection. Yeah. Perfection. Mm. Do it, Rockstar. In game. Yes. Your character joint goes on, like, your version of your character gets Dude. to go online or whatever. Bro. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Question oh, from yeah. Reptile Scorpio. So many older games are are being given a lot of love this year by their publishers, yet Rockstar has chosen to give GTA V yet another cleanup and continue to leave Red Dead Redemption 2 back in the Xbox One generation. Why do you think such a critically lauded title has been left behind at 30 FPS with heavy input slash animation delay? Now we I didn't feel any of those delays. No input lag for me. Um, there is like a little bit of delay when Arthur maybe is like interacting with sure. a cupboard or something. It takes him a second to like walk over there. Yeah, and... sure. I think we know the answer to this is why it hasn't gotten is because of, well, GTA Five obviously they do because it makes the most money, no question. Uh, Red Dead Online is now like dead essentially for this game, and the definitive editions of the GTA trilogy I think scared the shit out of them. Yeah. It's unfortunate because the five remasters are solid, but this whole definitive definitive edition is a is a big time botch. Yeah. Um it just makes me sick to my stomach honestly that you you just can't patch it. And I know that's a lot of work, but like well you it's you Rockstar. Be, yeah, and it's like fucking Red Dead and GTA are infinitely better than Assassin's Creed, but if we're talking like scale of these games like Ubisoft just did this with Odyssey and Origins like these old games that are massive and they were like here you go Mm -hmm. like Ubisoft sucks but like we appreciate the goodwill there you know you think of like even Days Gone got a patch yeah then all it this got stuff. a ps5 version exactly and Rockstar is not really a small company yeah you know it just comes down to two things. It comes down to reputation and money. One, they want to make a lot of money on this. It'll cost them money to do. Mm-hmm. And two, Red Dead Redemption 2 is considered one of the greatest video games of all time. You have something to lose um. if you release a version that is anything less than perfection. Sure. Aren't they also like... Wasn't the Bloomberg report recently saying like they're giving their employees as much time? Like yeah, they're being they way better to their employees yeah, now. So it's like, yeah. but like that's why they're like six, six is just gonna take a little bit longer. So like, no rush. Then maybe they're not lying with all hands on six. Like, mm-hmm. well, if you want this game to come out in the next decade, yeah. we have to focus on this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the parties. And like as you said, like sure, it'd be nice to like do improvements to two, mm-hmm. but. As it stands, you know, it's such like, you know, from you, for your mouth, like one of the like greats, you know, right, essentially. You? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Like you would think it doesn't need like it, it's like going to it holds up. It's like it's still good to play. 30 frames. I do not like obviously like it. It's like bleh, 30 frames played for a few hours. Zoned in. You don't even realize after a mm. while. After a while, you don't sure. even realize. Obviously, it would be infinitely better if it was 60. <laughs> Play on PC, of course, but uh, I don't know. The 30, like, kind of grew on me, dude. I don't know. Just the way it moved. It's almost like filmic in a way. Like, I think 60 can look very like a, like a game, you know? Yeah. And, and the slow, like, 
30 of it, dude. I don't know. It, I it, think you might change your opinion if you played in 60. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Yeah. no doubt 30 is yeah. totally fine for that game, you know? You can play through it. Yeah. But I think if you see them side by side, you're like, oh, well. Yeah. But I'm not saying, like, don't play this game totally, just because totally. it's in, like, 30. Like, totally. Yes, it's very much still worth playing. Totally, Absolutely. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, hopefully um, we'll see something on 6. I, I'm prepared to wait for 10 more years. Honestly. Same, same, yeah, same. Like, that's just the way it is. Uh, Red Dead 2 has been a steak dinner, so I'm good on open world games. I'm good on Rockstar games for, like, four more years at least. Yeah. <laughs> I really wonder how the reception of 6 is going to be. Now we're in this kind of, this moment in time right now, people are very burnt out from open world games, I feel like. Sure. Like, I feel like Horizon got it bad Yeah. after, like, Elden Ring. Yeah. Like, I know Elden Ring is an open world game, but they're different types of open world games. Maybe that that style of open world game, you know, like Assassin's Creed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it'd still be done really well. Yeah. Like, really well, but maybe they're just, like, yeah. we really gotta, like, we have to be the leaders of this open world kind of thing. That's what they're probably trying to think of. Brad, yeah, dude, I've, like, I've noticed the trends. I try to notice the trends, in everything pop culture and it's like audiences in movies now they don't want like big battles are done nobody wants big battles anymore people want intimate characters you know Mm. video games video games big open world eight sprawling epics i feel like people want Smaller, more intimate yes no. character stories. Yes like and no. being yeah. huge is not a selling point anymore. It's, it's like not. it's just a bullet point mm-hmm. and it, it's not a positive or a negative. It's like it's not what we want, it just is. It's mm-hmm. like we want meaningful stories I th- and characters and good gameplay. I think it's both. People say they want smaller things and things like Elder Ring comes out, which is humongous. Granted, I know it's from software, and that game is a massive. And people are eating that shit up. But I did see, uh, I did see some takes, you know. And, and I of had, course, there's going to be takes no matter what about anything. Just about how even the best of the best Elden Ring, after like 80 hours, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I, I'm going to get to the end now. Yeah, you know? yeah <laughs> like, totally. Oh, all right. Totally. <laughs> totally. Love yeah. it. It's just <laughs> funny. Side tangent, you said, like, people are over big battles. Yeah. And I just think about how people say, like, Rogue One is the best st- new Star Wars movie. And I'm like, and you're, like, talking about characters. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's... Rogue One the, characters. The, the characters suck in Rogue One. They're oh. terrible. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I only saw it once in the theater. I can't, okay. I can't all right. comment. All right. All right. I've only seen it once. You know, totally cool if you like them. <laughs> I think they're boring. <laughs> but that movie when I think about that movie when people talk about it it's just like the action because a lot of crazy action in that movie yeah, yeah, yeah all about sure. that shit for sure side tangent sorry <laughs> Star Wars Star Wars yeah <laughs> uncontroversial topic everyone agrees oh so easy talking about Star Wars <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for indulging in my Red Dead 2 tangent four years later that's what they reason. that's what the people want you oh, know yeah. I think that's really cool like huh. Huh. you you playing it and our other friend Grumbomb playing has been really fascinating to me. Yeah, that was the catalyst. As a new too. person who's a very oh my god, he likes video games, but he is a casual. Yes, he very only casual. only plays a few. Grand Theft Auto is his favorite of all time. Red Dead is his favorite of all time. He bought two when it came out. Still has not beat it. This is his redemption. This guy, Damiani, ready for this? He played Metal Gear One, Two, Three, 
didn't play four. <laughs> yeah, didn't finish happens. the fight. It always uh, he never finishes the fight. Never finishes the fight. <laughs> Doesn't finish the fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang. He's gonna finish this one though. He, right. Yeah, he's been playing. He's been playing. He's been playing. So that's good. We're getting progress reports. Hell yeah. Uh, so, finish, speaking of finishing fight, I finished the fight on this game like a day or two ago. Been playing Live Alive. No nice. A old Super Famicom game that never got released outside of Japan. Finally got a remake in that awesome, what do they call it, HD 2D style? Mm-hmm. This game's cool. So it does look different than the original. I mean, obviously it looks visually different. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's not just a straight port of it. Okay. I mean, I've not been paying attention, all right? <laughs> Wait, haven't you seen the <laughs> you seen trailers know, for the game? I know, I know. I've seen like. so many screenshots, <laughs> and I'm like, this is a crazy Super Nintendo game. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, oh, Good man. Lord. Yeah, yeah, you wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very curious to hear about this game because it's been getting a lot of positive like reviews, yeah. positive buzz. And it, it's so interesting to me because it's a game that is – Visually, like it just has so many like great screenshots that are yep. like that's like eye catching for mm-hmm. for a lot of for different reasons. For thirty years ago, it looks crazy. Yeah, I mean, just like, <laughs> <laughs> but structurally, it's a unique game in that yeah. it's like that's the, chapters that jump across all different the, types of time periods. That's the special thing about this. Like game. speaking of Red Dead, there's a Western segment yeah, in there. Dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I would say I, so from a gameplay standpoint. Let me just say that the game is turn based, but it's grid based. You move around on a little yeah, okay. grid and. Some of your moves, you know, they can go on these squares or any you do positional thing like that. Pretty basic, but it's fine. It doesn't do anything crazy. The craziest the combat gets is like, yo, maybe you can interrupt a guy from doing a move. Or this square, they put a debuff down on. Don't step on it. You'll get okay. hurt by, like, lightning or water. Or you could do that. But the main thing about this game that makes it special is its scenarios. So there's, I'm not going to say how many there is, but there is at least six, I'll say, like that. And like you said, there's a Wild West one. There's an ancient China one where you're a monk in ancient China. Let me just say, let me Literally describe this one. all my favorite time periods. Let me describe this one every, to you. Every you are, one. are an old monk. He's very old. He's like, I need to pass on my martial arts. So you go out and you recruit students. <laughs> then you train them. Here we go. That's like the, the basic things of his. So I'm like, well, this is Hubert Bate. The Wild West one, you are a, a gunslinger. You come to this town. The town is getting like overrun by bandits you help the town people out samurai fucking seven samurai magnificent seven and what's cool about this game is it it took me like 20 hours to beat it doesn't overstay its welcome some things kind of drag a little bit but each scenario is like four or five hours no two to four hours yeah maybe some are some are pretty short like the wild west one is pretty damn short damn right beat i was like oh that was it it's over damn shit Kind of thing like that. But some of them are a little longer. Some of them are... Samurai one, too? The ninja one, okay. So the ninja one's my favorite, and I'll tell you why. So, obviously, I like ninjas. Cool. Tight. The whole point is you're infiltrating this castle. You can go in. You can just fucking kill everyone if you want. Or you could be stealth about it and hide. Like, you have a button to hide. So you could, like, put up a little cloak thing, and people can't see you. And you could kind of try to sneak past guys. Dude. There's... uh, Does the story change at all there? No. I think so. I think there's like small tweaks. Little dialogue of like you're a bloodthirsty maniac. Yeah, like like... small tweaks like that. I think maybe it'll change the ending of that chapter a little bit. But there's like guards and they have passwords. And if you say the right password, you can sneak by them. But if not, you got to fight them. Yeah. And this castle you go through is 
almost like it's very, very light Metroidvania style. Nice. Where of like you go through, you can't go through it yet. Then you get a key, maybe you go like there. But you're going up in little sick like attics and sneaking around. How many jumping uh, on roofs? How many difficulties? Difficulties? Uh, like I don't think there is a difficulty. Yeah, it's normal like because it's jumping around. So. It's like. And when I hear about being able to skip fights, is there like a leveling system? So is you can level hard? up in these individual chapters, but your progress like doesn't. Minor spoiler: the last chapter of this game, I guess it's not a huge spoiler, but if you're really, really cautious about spoilers for this game, just check out for a second. Is the last chapter is everyone together? Okay, and. Their levels from your thing carry over to this kind of nice. Okay, well, that's because like in the ninja level, I'm kind of like curious if you skip all the fights, or you just like is, does it make like the final encounter like way harder because you're it just, does. Uh, oh. But I looked it up, and you get some extra stuff though if you don't kill anyone. You get some different like items, Ooh, and stuff like that. Like that, Hard so mode, incentive. You're carrying hell gear yeah. Carry. So some of them are like just backstab. Some of them you could be like, oh, I want to replay this to do this little thing different. But like one of the segments, it's it was my least favorite, but I respected what it did. Is it's like there's like no combat in it. It's very story. It's the whole thing's like story, folks. In the distant future, you're a. Is there voice acting? Yes, there is voice acting. Now. They added voice acting Whoa. for a lot of stuff now. Whoa! So you're a little robot on a spaceship, and it's like alien almost. You like wake people up, and there's Brad. A every ship crew. freaking scenario you've said is yeah. Big. You will like a lot of these scenarios. <laughs> God. And, like, you work the crew and some mystery kind of thing happens on the ship like that. So, the game's cool. I think there's a prehistoric one. I think it's all right. So, like, this game does... I don't think this game is, like, special gameplay-wise, the day-to-day combat or whatever like that. But the scenarios it presents are cool, and they feel unique to an RPG. TV That's the show strength vibe. You play one of those a night. Yeah, you yeah. can totally play one. Because they're, like, two, three hours. Some are longer than others. Some are harder than others, that's for sure. Okay. But like one of the first one I did was the the modern era, which was in the eighties now. Oh, do you or pick 90s. which one you do first? Yes, you pick whatever oh, ones you want to do. I was like, in no, a no, no, you pick order. whatever order oh, you want to go dude. in. Mega Man, dude. Yeah, it is Mega like, Man. Yeah. <laughs> but the first one I did was it was it's like a fighting tournament. It's almost like Street Fighter. You pick a who you want to fight. Tournament? Yeah, shooting exam. It's this guy who just wants to be good at martial arts. <laughs> I did that one first, and I didn't know the game super well yet and I got my ass kicked I was like oh shit I don't know how to do this yet so you may run into a scenario some of them are easier to hop into than others I'd okay. say off the bat I came into it later when I understood how things worked better and I mopped the floor with it because it's cool like this one you do the fighting tournament if you get hit by certain abilities you can learn that ability from them got it so you like the point was for me was like go in this fight get hit by like a couple of their abilities learn their moves then defeat them kind of thing you nice. go through like Street Fighter. Um, does the combat in each world mostly feel the same? Yes. Like, same mechanics, turn Yeah, it's the grade, same mechanics. Same, you cool. get... Every character has different abilities, though. Got it. Like, the the ninja you play has, has, like, a few ninjutsu moves or something like that. You could throw a shuriken. And the gunslinger, obviously, his stuff rolls around, like, shooting his gun at stuff like that. The monk, you know, you get martial arts stuff. They all have different moves, which is cool, but... It's all like mechanically the same. Yes. You, you, and you only play as one character. You don't have party system or anything like you, that, right? Uh, in the well, beginning, in the, in the individual. Some of them you have party. Okay, so you do. You might, some of them okay. you have a party. Some of them you'll be alone. Okay. 
It just depends on the scenario. And I saw in some of the footage, it's like, I don't know if they're just bosses or maybe they're regular. It's some, like, like just giant, like huge. Like, those are those? usually the bosses. Okay. Yeah. They look huge like sprites. Super exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. Those are usually the bosses. Okay. Sick. Yeah, they look pretty cool. But it, I guess it's hard for me to talk about a lot of this because it is very, like, small stories. And yeah. I don't want to, like, spoil the stories for people who are going to play now, them. From what I understand... This is also the, the the soundtrack for this game was composed by Yoko Shimomura. It's her first Square SquareSoft game. That, how how was it? It's how, good. So is this a new? Did, it's rearranged. Yeah. All right. Um, do they let you toggle between the OG and the original? I don't or, think so. Or new and it's just, so it's just the new. I stuff. think it's just the new stuff, but okay. it is good. Did she do the rearrangements? Uh, I think she did. I'm not sure though. I should look into that. Yeah. I'm not sure who did, cool. but she composed the original Beautiful. soundtrack. Got it. It was cool when they uh, released the game or it came out. There's a little video of her talking about it. Sick. So I was like, oh shit, this is your first SquareSoft game. So cool. So yeah, jumping between the time periods. I mean, it's just thematically makes me think of like Chrono Trigger. Of course it does. Yeah. And it's yes, like, yes. There's stuff like yeah. But it's just like crazy. I didn't know about the being able to choose whichever. Yep. You choose what you want to go into. That's like wild for doing it like at that time period. Yeah, it's like super impressive, especially for a Super Famicom game. You're like, wow, this is really sick. You know, because nowadays I think of like Octopath Traveler, where game kind of like that. You know, it's not the first game to do it, especially nowadays. But back then, it was super crazy. Yeah, everything was so like like yeah, you had like a main story quest. You're gonna follow it. You're not skipping around Mm -hmm. in it and stuff like that. Especially like. All the early like square stuff, like both Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, you don't do that. Yeah. So it's like kind of cool to see that they. This is another product of like that '90s era Square that had so many crazy experimental games come out. Yes. That I wish you know maybe they could get back to a little bit of that. I mean, we have a bunch of releases coming out in this like second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of that will scratch that itch. But like just in general, that was like a wild time for like SquareSoft. Yeah, it was. That. Yeah, it really was. Bang bang. You know, we're kind of in a wild time for Square Enix right now. I feel like they have a million games coming out this year. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. Uh, but I guess I would say with Live Alive, if you like, you know, turn-based old school RPGs, this is kind of like a, a no-brainer. I think you'll enjoy this game. Oh. The gameplay probably won't stimulate you like in depth, especially nowadays. It's very simple, but it's yeah. it's cool. It's that fine. Like. It's very simple though. But the the star of the show is, of course, playing all these different scenarios. Those visuals. I got a question. This is this is a Huber question right here for What's Brad. Up? What's up? Does this game have like an economy? Like, yeah. Do you like buy anything? Like, <laughs> not, no? not really. Okay. You mostly find everything, mostly gear. There's like um, you can like there's like some crafting in some okay. of the things. Okay. Like in one of them, you like you can just like find items and go to someone and they'll craft something for you. Okay, that's, some, that's about it. You're not going to like a shop usually and like buying new gear and stuff like that. Uh, I had a question from Holden Potter said, hey, Alex, just finished playing Live Alive, and it was fantastic. So much that I'd love to see a sequel of it somehow, maybe covering different time periods. What time periods or settings would you guys want to see? So I thought of one immediately when I saw this question, and I think you'll be into this, is yep. a noir detective time period. There you go. I was going to say Mafia. Same yeah, shit. same shit. Yep. Black and white. Yeah, something like that. Black and white world, for mm-hmm. sure. What about you, Dom, man? Do you get any time periods in your head? Hmm. Man, so you go to what are the ones you go to? You said the future already. There's we like the prehistoric. Far future. Yeah, there's prehistoric. There's um, samurai. 
Yeah, Ninja. there's Japan and there's ancient China. Wild West. Wild West. There's like a medieval one. Medieval to cover them all. Is there like a water or ocean themed thing or anything like that? No. That could be cool. Like Atlantis. 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 That's a fun idea. Nice. That is a fun idea. Yeah, that's cool. So we have Atlantis. We have black and white like mob. And then uh, you said space. What about another planet like the moon or something? Yeah. You could do that. Like a space base. If you're like an alien or something, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. That could be fun. Sick. Um... For this segment, I just have a question. I got, we got two questions from, they're kind of similar. Are so they about to, Arthur Morgan? No, they're not. <laughs> Nothing else is about Arthur Morgan. Damn sadly. it. Damn it. Uh, starving Artist said, Hey, allies, with Square now using HD 2D style to remake some of their old games, such as Live Alive and Dragon Quest Three, what games would you like to see remade using this aesthetic? And what do you think is most likely to be next? And the Dork Knight also said, What RPGs deserve they... HD 2D remake uh, treatment. Obviously, one that comes to my head right off the bat is Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger is a good candidate. Um, Question, Damiani. The Final Fantasy pixel remasters are not this. They're different. Would you no, prefer to see them in this style? I mean, I kind of like pixel remaster for there. They do have like a, like in six pixel remaster. They do the, a little more. The opera does have a 2D HD. It, it's yes. done in 2D HD for just the opera scene in six. But like most of the game is not like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that screenshot came out early. So people thought, wait, are they doing six in HD 2D? Mm-hmm. I do think some people would like to see one of the like six or one Probably of the like, six the most. Yeah, I'd like say. in 2D HD. Um, that, uh, yeah. I don't know how they do this because it was like 3D model, like or pseudo 3D model, like trying to be a 3D effect with the isometric would be like Super Mario RPG. That one, I don't know how that would work. Oh, yeah, I don't know how that would work because it's not like that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, um, what about but uh, like Xeno Gears would be sick. <laughs> they are never gonna touch that game, but yes, it would actually. It would be, be highly, it would be highly demanded. But why don't, why don't they want to touch that one? Yeah, because Is there some drama. Because the, the yes. team that made it left. To go make Monolith Soft that went to Namco. So there's drama. And now they're at Nintendo. Okay. So they're owned by Nintendo, the development team. So Square would have to either make another, use another team, which would probably defeat the purpose, or potentially they'd have to work in Nintendo and it'd be like a Switch exclusive, which I don't have a problem with that. But you know, some people might be upset that like <laughs> it was only coming out on Switch. Who knows? Yeah. Like it, not impossible, but it seems like it's something they're not quite yeah. interested in. Um, yeah, it's, this question is specifically about JRPGs because I say there's like some other games I mm-hmm. like, but um, um, dang it, yeah, it's so I got just, some. You got some? They should do the old Dragon Quest games like they're doing three. They should do one. Oh, two. okay. They should do yeah. all of those. Well, yeah, they should do those. Um, oh, I uh, Fire Emblem. Oh, that's RPG. It doesn't have to be JRPG. I mean, that's it's, a good. It's, that's yeah, a good like pull. The old, fi- the old Fire Emblem. Wow, because they already did uh, DS yeah. and uh, other versions of those. But I mean, even those could be, like go up one step further. Be the 2D HD for that. Yeah, especially like the battle scenes because I usually eventually turn those off. But like those could look pretty really epic sick. with that effect as well. And I the remember map, Golden the Sun maps. looking like HD 2D. When oh it came my god, out. Golden Sun it looked a so good. Really good pick. Yeah, yeah. It already looked love that. so good. Uh, Don, I haven't yes. talked to you like at all this whole episode. I realized 
I hear. <laughs> is there anything that you would want remade in that style? You know what I thought of that might be sick for this style visually, especially it's not a hardcore, it's more of a light action RPG, but they could add some more RPG elements. But this franchise, perfect timing for it to get rebooted in this style, not with the grid-based movement, Gauntlet. What do you think about a oh, Gauntlet, Gauntlet in wow. this visual style would be sick as hell. The original Ad- was tight. Ad- Ad- the, what, back in 20, the 2012 one or whatever it was? Was it that long ago now? I think it was 2014. Actually. Holy shit. Yeah, I liked but, it. Uh, it was okay. I liked it. It's been but okay. Dude, but I think, going. you know, a lot of times they make the characters bigger on these newer, but going back to a little bit smaller characters and you see a little more of the environment than, you know, and just having that depth of the mm-hmm. little diorama type look to it i think it'd be super fun for a multi a co-op game like gauntlet you know? i love that's that. what that's the only one that popped into my head yeah. right now i only think of gauntlet legends i can't even picture gauntlet in my head really low budget. that one is super basic pixel art yeah, i don't think i mean it kind of looks like you know the game where we down. uh we we you move across to, to get to the other oh, side uh Dominic's favorite game. Yeah. What is it? The, low, you know, low, adventures uh, of low, plain, low. Plain sight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of looks like that, honestly, yeah. like a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> the early Tales of games, too, like Tales of Fantasia, oh, yeah. Tales of Destiny. Were those Super Nintendo games? They, yeah, the Super Famicom. The, yeah, they did get like updated versions, but just keeping like this specifically having a HD 2D style would be kind of nice to see for those as well. What? What's that RPG that never came out here but came out in Europe? Uh, Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, would that or yeah, Secret of Evermore? One the, of the two. Would that lead, uh, lend itself think, well to the style? Do you think? I can't picture it in my brain what it looks like. It's like bigger sprites. Uh, Is it more it, like Secret of Mana looking? Like, yeah, it's more like that looking. Okay. Um, but maybe I mean that that could, they, they could yeah, try I'm that as to well. Like, what? I just want HD two D for like Super Mario Brothers, like one, two, and three. Oh, that's what I like. I know for a platformer. Yeah, like (laughs) like we're talking JRPGs, but it's like, man, I'd like to see it for like the old Mario games. It's like do that. Like it's just like sprite, like a nice HD sprite running in the middle, but like everything the background was like HD, like cool looking. It'd be like I don't know. Shoot, man, it'd be kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Bowser fight could be way more epic now. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of like the tactics games. Like I was, I thought if I want to see tactics, Uh, and I would, then I was like. No, I don't want that in this style. I think tactics, those kind of games have a good art style yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. And they did Triangle Strategy, which is that, essentially, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of good candidates. A lot of, a lot of RPGs out there. I think it would be great for any of the NES, Super Nintendo era RPGs, pretty much. Dude, yeah. I think it'd be great if just uh, Dragon Quest VIII came to PS Plus. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Hold on. This is interesting. Dragon Quest Eight. You bring this up. Yeah. I do think about how you don't like the 3DS version, right? You don't like that they added content. Oh, I don't mind it. Uh, I just don't want to play a hundred-hour game on a. No, 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 no. But I remember you saying the party. You didn't like that they had new party members because you felt like. Oh yeah, it's a different game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Different Have you game. played through it all the way? No. Okay. No. No. I haven't either, so I wonder how different it feels. But yeah, yeah Dragon Quest Eight. You should try the standard stock version, the basic version. Hubert, just put it on there. Not a big deal. No big drama. This segment right here is called "Sort It Out." Sort it out. So this is something we want the game industry to sort out, whatever it is. Now you make me think of this. This totally popped in my brain. Is yeah. I want to get to a point. Where I can play a lot of these older games on modern hardware. Yeah. I still think about how 
I think about the God of War collection, okay? How that's like PS3. Like, you can play it on PS5, I guess, but you have to stream it. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. Why can't I play a lot of these games on modern hardware nowadays? Like, what is taking so long with some of these fucking games? Money. Vision. Commitment. I imagine you need, you need, you need two things to make it happen. You need the money, mm-hmm. and you need somebody who wants to do, do it. it. Somebody who is passionate about it. Someone like, who is like, yo, we need to get Dragon Quest out here so everyone can play it. Or we need to get God of War. If Sony, if I was Sony, I'd be like, yo, okay, so every game, every collection we made, the Sly collection, whatever, the God of War collection, Ratchet, Ratchet collection, collection, I'd be Uncharted. like, yo, we got to get these on modern hardware. Yeah. yeah. Made, like, not oh. streaming. Yeah. If only Just they saw... acquired a studio that specialized. Yeah. In... <laughs> <laughs> Just saw... Someone talking shit on Infamous, mm-hmm. the PS3 streaming version. Yeah, they were of like, they were like, "Yo, it looks really muddy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm and gonna, that's a PS3 era game, so it already looks yeah. muddy. They're like, "It looks really muddy," so I'm gonna hold off to play this. They like just they tried it because they wanted to play Infamous. Yeah, and it's like, nah, I don't want to play some compromised version. Yeah, like I know, I know, there's some defenders out there for the streaming of the PS3 games, but. In like, my mind, for game like preservation and, yeah, and yeah, authenticity of the original version, like I would rather have nothing. To than, me, it's than that, stream, that streaming compromise. <laughs> shit. Have nothing. Yeah, because to me, it is like to me, I won't even touch those. Like I've tried so many times over the years to play those streaming PS3 games, Arkham Origins, Infamous, what have mm-hmm. you, and it's just the input lag, dude, for the now, muddiness. It's a compromised version of the game. Yeah, so I'd I would rather just for us. N- I'd rather play something else. I know, like cloud gaming is getting bigger and bigger, and people are like more into it now. Yeah. So hopefully it'll get better. But my internet is good, but apparently still not good enough. You so. well, you probably have the best internet you can get. Yeah, and it's it's not up to the demands of streaming. Yeah. God of War. It's not like we live out in the boonies. No. Live in a city. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Better than normal internet. Yeah. And it's still not enough. So I can't imagine, like, what 60, 70, 80% of gamers are dealing with with that stuff, yeah. you know? So. Dumbman, you got anything that's bothering you? I mean, I feel like for Sony, spe- uh, specifically for their first party stuff, the older stuff, they can start maybe, if they don't want to, like, do full blown, like, remaster, remake. Yeah. Can they get at least on like PC port jobs or something? Seriously, of those? what Since is going like, on? They have like a, like they. Here we go again. Well, yeah, like God of War collection, like yes, can you get that running on PC somehow. I'm, I'm just I'm getting flashbacks and cold sweats because I always come back to hashtag PS2 to PS4 campaign that Chu was all hyped on, getting these old PS2 games. Porting them to PS4 with trophies. Oh, yeah. Up res. Look, the, look amazing. Play amazing. That fucking died so fast. <laughs> Here we are now. PS Plus has launched one wave of classic games. Like, here we go again, dude. Are we gonna... How many times are we gonna upga- up, update these classic games? Like, are we gonna just get it, like, new games, like, twice a year? Like, on it? Like, oh, that's yeah, what I'm expecting. Slow drip, yeah. I'm expecting mm. the slowest of the slow yeah. drip. I think the drip will be slow. It's like, there's no rush, hey. but also, like, we don't need to go this slow on this stuff. Like, 
at least uh, you either have that or you have the twice a year Nintendo prehistoric caveman slash obscure beat em up game added to the Super Nintendo. You're like, Fucking oh. Wild Arms one <laughs> and three on there, but not two. Like, I guess I'm not going to play through this trilogy. Like, what are you doing? Sort it out. What do you say, Don? No, I was sorry about that. I was just saying, Damiani, those those obscure caveman games they keep dropping are on a slow drip from my perspective, too. So they need to turn the faucet up on those. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Don. laughs> That's great. God. Yeah. Don, you got anything? No, I promise I'll try to think of something that annoys me for next episode. <laughs> okay. Well, I know every once I'll, in a while a couple things I'll do it get, for you. Okay. Uh, wave race. Yeah, anything. I guess this is still bugging me too. You're right, Brad. Like, I'm glad you brought it up. Why is that not on the Nintendo thing not, yet? What yeah. are we paying for exactly when this Nintendo online <laughs> yeah. service? I'm yeah, what's sure. the fucking are we, point? Are we what getting are we anything here? There's what's no happening? wave race. Yeah, <laughs> straight. Still, up. still waiting on it. No Mario Kart excuse. DLC is part of it, so I have to pay. A, like that's included in the price. I mean, you got, I mean, Animal Crossing DLC. If you want that, I mean, I don't know what other DLC they might. Yo, be Mario adding. Kart 48 tracks. Yeah, all clap for that. That's insane. That's yeah, one of the most insane things. These I've new seen tracks look good in a while from Nintendo. <laughs> I got. I mean, I don't really play the N64 games that much, just because if like, I feel like if I want to play them, I'm just gonna play them like on N64 or something at this mm. point. Even with the controller, yeah. it's just like. And I really want to like uh, like I'm playing my Switch. I want to play other stuff. I feel like yeah. I don't know. Like the, the, like it's just older retro games. Yeah, pre N64 is so easier to get into and like complain. Uh, N64 feels like you gotta at least commit to minimum of an hour. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> or you're not getting like you like that. That's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not booting up Majora's Mask yeah. for ten minutes. Like ten minutes. <laughs> just, yeah, let me nope. make some progress. Oh, I walked across the field. Congratulations. Well, I guess you could in Mario 64 though. Yeah, maybe that's a good one. Boost that up. Do you don't even go in the that, castle? Just run around outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The demos at the stores of that game. Holy shit. Uh, one last thing that's been bothering me is, where the fuck, Damiani, are these Final Fantasy pixel remasters on anything else? I like... I would love to just know the answer. Like what? Like, can Why? I, just the reasoning? I just want to know the... Same. like. So we know the reasoning, then so we can just be like, wow, okay, this... Because I don't envision how it can make any kind of sense to anyone. How are they not on Switch? How are they not on, on everything? Oh, are, sorry, they're on mobile. So yeah. there you Why go. Why are they on everything Why are possible? Why are they on everything but like Why are they on like Stadia yeah. as well? <laughs> like it should be on everything. You would think so. This is like the, the series that made Squaresoft and Square Enix, like, well, not Square Enix or Enix, but Squaresoft itself huge is Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is bigger than Square. I mean, it, like... I don't know in how my long mind, they're still selling. Oh, in my mind, I go on the street and I ask 10 random strangers, do you know what Square Enix is or do you know what Final Fantasy is? More people will know Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess you could do that with like anything, though. Yeah. No. Uh, well, it's just like... Nintendo is bigger than Zelda. The only thing I could think of is like they're, yeah, they want to do a collection and they're just waiting for like the individual sales to like drop do off you... so much that it's like time to hit that refresh button. All right, collection version, go out there like $100 So, dumb, man, I just realized... They have a lot of stuff coming out this year. Do you think they're just like holding off? Could yeah, it could be, but like this could also just be a thing where they don't they don't put it on anything else and who knows like why. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's like one of the, like it's like it's just so confusing to me. I mean, it's like a step below Nintendo and their vaulting crap. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, Square Enix and Pixel Remasters, we're not putting them on consoles. What? Why? And then like 
Okay, maybe you just want mobile devices. Why not switch? But like, would, would could one company really be keeping? Like, I don't, I don't think so because like, the the all the all of them were on Nintendo platforms, but they've all appeared in other versions. On like, they've been like on older versions. Have been like yeah. on basically everything at this mm-hmm. point. And Seriously, it's like, and Final ex- Fantasy, I feel like, is loyal to all yeah. and Nintendo, and, and, Microsoft, and Sony and like have seven, all yeah, had. Seven onward is like <laughs> yeah. on Xbox and yeah. stuff too. So it's like it's just six earlier. It's like the Pixel Remasters is like why? Why these versions? Like, is it a licensing thing? I I, I can't imagine. But like, who the heck I don't knows? Know. I don't know. Sort it out. Sort it out. Yeah, great, know. great segment, Brad. I'm a fan of sort it out. <laughs> You know what? I didn't think of this earlier, but I should have done this. If you like anything we do, you like this show, you like Easy Allies, check us out on patreon.com ah, slash yeah. Easy Allies. That's how we are. That's mostly how we're, uh, we're living the lifeblood of Easy Allies, I'd say for sure, is Patreon. Also, if you're listening to us on like a like a podcast service or a like a YouTube, you know what? Like, and if you're enjoying the show, leave us a, a nice review. It does help us out a lot. Yeah. It's the business, the, the business stuff I don't like doing, but it is... It is essential for a business to do that, I guess. Help us live. Yeah. Help us live. And drop us a comment. <laughs> Help drop, us survive. Drop us a comment about Arthur Morgan. Yeah. W- what's your favorite thing about Arthur Morgan? Anytime you want to talk Arthur Morgan, you message me direct. <laughs> Straight up. Message him on Twitter. <laughs> DM me on Twitter if it's Arthur DM Morgan. Re- on Twitter. <laughs> DM me on Twitter if it's <laughs> Arthur Morgan related. I will respond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good lord. I love it. Uh, also, Patreon, we have a shout-out tier. Yo. These are our lovely shout-out patrons who go above and beyond for sure. We got Jabba Wops, El Fanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, and Anna Croth. Shout-out. 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 Why don't you give me... Don. Why don't you give me a... A Arthur Morgan shout-out. <laughs> I know you love Red Dead, and you know a lot about that game. Yes. I've loved the way, listening to the way Huber plays this game just filled my heart with joy. That's how I play. Literally, I played that game for two months. I think I only made it to the, like the third chapter of the main story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I was walking into town. I was taking shots, wandering out in fields, just living a life. The story really interfered with my story, Huber. It's a funny thing. But, yeah. uh Dude. How about How about this, Brad? Ready? He doesn't have too much of an accent, but I'll try. Well, I'm going to add a little bit more. Do it. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out. Love it. Huber, do you want to do it? I know you love Arthur. Or do you want to do... Shout out. Why don't you give me a Dutch shout out? (laughs) Shout out, Arthur. There it is. Beautiful. (laughs) Dumb Annie, I'll spare you. The shout outs as you're face palming for our audio listeners. Dude, there was a night... When I was just in such a meditative zone, I went up to the mountains where it's snowing for no reason and just like watched the stars and it was chilled hard. Dude. I love that. It was ridiculous. It was like an hour of doing nothing and it was one of the best things I've done in 2022. Isn't that (laughs) special in a game when you just like... Yes. You just... Lack of a better term, you just vibe out in the you game. Just you just chill and you're like just like out. looking at shit. I remember Damiani, yes. I was in outside Limsa Lominza one time, way back in the day. I think this is when Rome Reborn came out mm. and it was nighttime. And I was just like staring at the sky for like two minutes and I went, Oh my god, what am I doing? 
you just cut like, yourself so in there. Yeah. Yes. Stargazing. Stargazing, that's right. Stargate. <laughs> Huber, I'm glad you brought this game. I, pl- I previewed this game for us a while ago. And this came out, uh, had good work. We played a little bit of it. Seemed people were into it, but I just haven't heard a lot about it because, you know, there's so many goddamn video games out there. So many games. Talk to me about Ollie Ollie World. Ollie Ollie oh, World. Ollie yeah. Ollie is maybe my favorite Vita game ever made. Honestly. More than Persona 4 Golden? It's kind of tricky because Persona 4, I guess Golden is so Vita, sure. Because like Persona 4 was originally PS2. Yeah, but Golden was not. Sure. All right. Persona 4 Golden. Then Ollie Ollie. Thanks for keeping me honest, yeah. as as you do often, <laughs> yeah, Bradley Ellis. <laughs> uh, love Ollie Ollie and Ollie Ollie 2. Welcome to Hollywood and Ollie Ollie World. Same thing. Was on my radar, but there's so many damn games mm-hmm. that it was harder to get into. And... Sometimes when we do a group stream of a game I want to play, it'll make me not play it for a long time. You know, we did group stream this. Yes. A couple things I want to talk about here. One is a rant. Oh. Not really a rant. One is a... a it, let's talk about this. Please. So many games now that, like... It, and this happened with Baron Breakfast, Damiani. This is, <laughs> this is relevant. This is relevant. Oh, gosh. I know where this is going. So many games now that don't need an in-depth story are chasing that in-depth story. They're chasing it down. They need the bonds. They need the emotional connections. And, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, easiest way for me to get invested in a video game other than if it feels good to play is a character I care about. Of course. But, like... Not every single game ever made needs some in-depth, insane, front-loaded story. Brad, I'm playing Ollie Ollie, and like Ollie Ollie, Ollie Ollie, and Ollie Ollie 2, the, the reason they're 10 out of 10 Vita games, fast, 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 grind, kickflip, go, 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 die, immediately loading back to the beginning, doing it again, doing it again. Like, you don't stop playing. Dude. Ollie Ollie World, I'm not even joking. The first, like, two hours of this game are a couple tutorial missions, a couple, like, normal, easy missions, and just a ton of dialogue from so many characters before each mission and after each mission. And it's right at the top, so it's like, They're asking me to be so invested straight away when it's like, dude, how am I going to be super invested in what is going on when I'm still learning the moves? Like, you haven't even taught me all the mechanics. Like, I see the world map. I see tutorial missions, like, five away, and you're talking about, like, skate gods and, (laughs) and, like, grinding videos and all this. And it's just like... I don't know, man. It, 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 I was not feeling. That's interesting because, that. like you said, the other all the other world games were just about the mecha- like playing skating. Yeah, and I thought it was an interesting and maybe on the surface because I didn't get too deep in it. It was yeah. like a a good idea to maybe throw in a little bit of a narrative to keep people invested in the skate journey beyond. Because you think about it, they did 
whatever, like three or two games before like that, they have to do something new mm-hmm. for this sequel. Yeah, big time console game, higher budget, yeah. more going on. Um, but it just leads me, it like... You think it just got in the way too much? Yes. It And I was thinking of Baron Breakfast and just the, the trend of that in a lot of games now. Like, throwing so much story at you. Gene Park was talking about that with Cyberpunk. He's been, everyone's been like talking about his Cyberpunk playthrough recently. It's really funny. He was talking about how it took him years to get, was that a year old, a year now? No, that game's 2020. Two years, years old 2020. now. Took him years to finally get to the point where he could finish the game and get into it. And he's like obsessed with it, loves it. It's one of his favorite games now he was writing about. And he's just like, dude, I couldn't get into it because the first four hours, it's five hours, are just this linear, story-driven, mm-hmm. you have to do exactly what we want you to do, we're guiding you through, before they let you off the hook and, and like let you RP and like fully immerse yourself. It's like holding your hand. You know what, Cooper? What and game, that's a story-driven game. Story. I think a game that does that in the sense of it it keeps you in a box, but yeah. it gives you this great feeling of exploration is Breath of the Wild. Oh, I thought you right off say, the bat. I thought you were going to say Elden Ring, too. That does also. Yeah. But Breath of the Wild is like, you wake up, you're out there. Yes! You get this feeling of like, yes. whoa, I can go anywhere. It definitely keeps you on a leash. Like, you're yeah. in this very tiny plateau in the grand yeah. scheme of things. But it does feel like... You have it control. G- it gives you that feeling, yeah. Yes, Brad. And I know Elden Ring... I mean, Cyberpunk is a completely different beast in of that course. sense. Of but course. that is something to think about. Is like, I think of Horizon also, the newest Horizon, Forbidden West, where yeah. it's... This, you start, you're going through this like very linear area. Mm-hmm. They want to teach you things. They want to keep you guided, but somehow it feels restrictive too too restrictive, I guess. And it's yep. such like a weird balance to find that nice it is. middle ground. It is. And I hope you know how patient I am with video games. It's like yeah. my favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, say you are. My favorite thing to do is just vibe out and be in a world and and empathize and familiarize myself with the characters of that world, but not Every single game needs it. Mm-hmm. Not every game. And, you know, it just reminds me of, like, back in the day, like, every game's got to have multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Dead and, Space. Yeah, oh. and I feel kind of maybe, like, now it's, like, you know, things move quicker now, at mm-hmm. least. So maybe, like, this trend will, will die off before it even fully begins. But I feel like a lot of games are just Man. pushing narrative in there that, like, don't necessarily. Multiplayer was to prevent the returns back. <laughs> yeah. Really, like, online uh, pass. Early training. Oh, my God. Stuff. Online yeah. passes, dude. <laughs> oh. But that uh, think piece yeah, aside, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, a gaming issue. Also an only only world issue. But when you're shredding the rails, when you're grinding, yeah. when you're playing, it is... Incredible, and it does give you that sense of like, dude, you fail one more time, mm-hmm. one more time, yeah. one more time. Yep. You you Arcadia. fail, you fail, you hit triangle, you're right back at the checkpoint. Let's go, let's go again, let's go again. Yeah, and and it's just, you like, I'll find myself just like, even if I I do it okay, it's like, dude, I can do it better. Yeah, we can get those challenges, and I really like quality of life stuff. So there's challenges to beat just the high score. There's a challenge to beat the level without using a checkpoint, without yeah, dying or whatever. Fall, yeah. But then there's the optional challenge to get like cosmetics for your character. That's really fun. Yeah. When you finish one of those optional cosmetic challenges, there's three of them. You oh gosh, you get yeah. credit. You get credit. I love that. You can you can get the credit and die and go back to the beginning of the level. But it's like, dude, that's banked. <laughs> that's banked. That challenge is banked. I really like 
stuff like that where it's like really really hard and challenging but also really fair to the player um and i'm just on like the second world now there's like five they they have dlc i'm already fully committed i'm gonna do that void dlc and this piqued my interest and really gave me the nudge to get back in there they have an oxen free crossover oh oxen free one of my favorite indie games Oxenfreeze 2 is coming out. So hyped for this. But there was a little crossover there with Ollie Ollie and Oxen. Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. I just got it. <laughs> I just got it. I just thought they were homies because it was like indie games. Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. Where's that from? What is that from? That's a game. Like Goonies or some shit? I mean, but it's, it's a game. Uh, oh, like a kick the it's can, like, it's like the, tag, ollie ollie oxen free. I think it's the phrase you say, like, to give up, right? God. In a, I don't remember. In, like, hide and seek or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it's a catchphrase to, uh, for truce in games like hide and seek and capture the flag. Love yes. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, really good. Just yeah. flawless controls. Flawless controls. Pick up and play, easy to pick up and play, but so hard to master. It's all just mostly on that right stick. Any kind of direction, yep. the other way is do a kind of flip move, and then like down is kind of a perfect landing and grinding. Mm-hmm. It felt just good. We phenomenal. played it. Uh, I think we would play it on stream team as well. Uh, yeah, I, we I played remember, it on something. We got to like like a forest area. Where yep. It was like where we, as far as we got, and then we saw like the secret zone, which was like the DLC yeah, or whatever yeah. that we couldn't go. We like, oh, we're just gonna go to that. Oh, we can't go to that yeah. just yet. But yeah, like how more evolved, like the multiple paths and stuff. Like how can I yep. get up there? Like, oh, am I supposed to fall down here first? And like, really while also ones. maintaining like you don't keep your trick going for that multiplier, mm-hmm. and then like making sure each one's a different one. Keeping and, like, the speed and the yeah. and the the trick going like. Like, managing yep. that is so tough where it's like, I'll want to keep the trick going, but if I try to, like, jump this gap, I don't have enough speed. So it's like, maybe yeah. I got to give up the trick, get a little speed, then cross. It's like, yeah. and you're all thinking of that stuff on the fly. Like, purely gameplay, incredible. Yeah. I think it was really good for what I played. Only, like, an hour or two, but I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, maybe all the plot is front-loaded. I doubt it, because each person, like, kind of has their own region, so I assume yeah. it's going to be this whole yeah, yeah. thing, like, the whole way through, but maybe just, maybe it'll kind of be yeah. in the back seat later on after the tutorials go through, and I'll get to do a bunch of levels in a row, because re- it just, like, start, stop, yeah. start, stop, start, stop, start, yeah. stop. I do like the presentation in this game, the way it looks. Visually, yeah. And awesome. the music, I think, is really cool. Great music, great customization. Yeah. It's really cool when it loads, it'll show somebody on your friends list, like, doing a move. Their character, oh, that's sick. Their created character doing something. That's cool. Yeah, I, I want to get to this game, hopefully, yeah. by the end of the year. Hopefully, the story, like, comes together or doesn't bother me when it's all said and done, because purely gameplay-wise and the legacy of Ali Ali, like, this could be and should be one of the best games of the year. But a couple things are getting in the way, so we'll see. I have no problem skipping a story in a game like this if it gets annoying to me. I never have, and I don't think I'll ever be able to. But the last couple years, Brad, I have been able to hard quit a couple games that I wasn't yeah, feeling. Yeah, used to not be able I to used do that. To, I used to have to get to the credits. Now I've been able to drop some games, and it has uh, been it painless. It does hurt sometimes, but sometimes you just got to do it. Skip some you just story. Gotta do it. Interesting. Uh, this the next game we're going to be talking about small indie game you may have heard of it I'm not sure 
Damiani, you may be into this also. It's called Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Small indie game. Small, Small indie, game. indie game. Small team in Capcom. Yeah. Was it a group of like fans made this? Yeah, right? just some fan mod. Yeah. Uh, it's with the remake coming out. I decided to replay this game because I haven't gone through the normal game in a very long time. Like, all nice. the way through. This game's still very good. Very, very good, I would say. You know what really impressed me about this game so far, or going through it again, was how well, or how good the scenarios are actually still there. These encounters, I think of Resident Evil 6, you were. The scenarios the where we're just like, <laughs> pawn shop. man, this sucks. You just compare any encounter, <laughs> any kind of survival encounter in 4, you just compare it to 6, and it's like, what happened here? What happened? What, what happened? happened? What happened? <laughs> like, man, this game really knows how to start. Really good start, man. Going to that house sets there. the tone immediately. What's yes. really cool about this house is it trains you with a lot of the game mechanics before you even get to the village part like most people will jump out that window in that first thing right off, right their first time playing this game like i sure as hell did i'm sure all of us did the qte with the axe the qte with that. the axe right off the bat too to keep you dude i got killed by a lot of qtes <laughs> yeah because there was a cutscene going and i would like put my controller down to, to like you know, get some hey, water or something trick, yeah my trick Hit all the buttons. Hit, <laughs> it, all. Hit, all Hit all the buttons. Hit all the buttons. Every button oh, and it I works. That. No, never can fail. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but damn, the the atmosphere in this game is really good. The whole beginning, like, I think the island is the worst part of the game. Definitely. It was better than I remember and worse than I remember. But we'll get to that later. But the beginning of this game in the this like eastern or like European village or whatever is so sick. So different. Do you remember when this game came out? We were just calling it Action Evil because it do. is. I do. Like if someone says this demo. game is a survival horror game, like it's not. Yeah. I mean, I guess by today's standards, you could kind of cherry pick it and say it is. But back in the day, no. This game is full action, action movie. all the time. It's people with machine guns in this game. It's people with Gatling guns. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> in this game, dude. Gatling guns multiple, and rock guns. Multiple Gatling. Yeah, rock guns. RPGs. RPGs. All that shit. Chaos. But damn, this game Chopper. goes... This game goes places, man. So many cool locations. So many different types of bosses. Like, the water boss? Like, what the hell is this thing? Then it does the El Gigante dudes. Like, these cave trolls. There's like two... There's fucking four of them in this game, I think. <laughs> We're just like this all over the place. But what's cool about him is they all put him in like a, a, a different scenario. Yeah, pretty similar, but a little different. Like one of them is you know just the normal foot. The dog comes. Hey, it's that dog, which is the Okami dog. It's just Amaterasu. You I think. gotta pump up the dog's role in the remake. Just a tiny a bit. little bit more, tiny bit. Yeah, I want to see the dog, the El Gigante fight, and maybe come into like when you're getting attacked by a villager or some shit. Yeah, or just bite him on the leg out or something. of nowhere. It yeah. runs in. Oh. During the first dog the first encounter, when you are coming back after oh, that, oh, and they like sprout their little no, no, no. Before that, when you're just trying to go back to like the the little church to get Ashley to rescue her, going back up those those the boardwalk things, going like those those, oh, those yeah, passes, yeah, yeah. little bridge there, and then yeah. they're just waiting for you by the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Like that's like your first dog encounter. What if like they ambush you and like dog can come out and save you too? So good dog versus bad dog, Dude, but good dog versus bad dog. But man, this uh, this the part where you're with Luis and the <laughs> Louis. 
way. The cabin? The cabin, dude. Yeah. Top 10 the video survival game in of the, all time. Yeah, yeah, the, the survival cabin. in the cabin. <laughs> yeah. Two floors, trying to barricade everything. It's like nothing oh. is going right. You're like, oh, I, I'm buying a lot of time. No, they're crashing through. And like, all right, I'll just go upstairs. No, they're coming up the ladders. It's like. So good. Yeah, the game is really good tension. Dude. Throwing the grenades yes. to the stairs, dude. Oh. The tension is so good in this game. Dude, it's like a siege, man. Like, defending a siege. Dude, the island, though, man, like, there's, like, a part where you, the mic and the chopper's coming, okay? Mike! And there's, like, dudes on, like, machine guns shooting at you, and you have to, like, kind of go through it. I felt like I didn't know if the guys were infinitely spawning, but I was just, like, <laughs> I was just, like, when I was playing that segment, I was playing that segment, there's... and then I thought back to their earlier parts of the game, and I was just, like, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah. What is ha- like? I understand you're getting to the end of the game. You want to ramp it up. Yeah. I think a game that does it better, but still, I think kind of suffers from it is the Evil Within the city. Mm-hmm. I think the city is better than the island. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brad. But Love I still think city. it goes a little too far. Because well, at least with the city too. No spoilers, but then there's a little even, just one extra little thing after yes, that. There is. Too. Oh, Good yeah. climax. Yes. Yeah, I think you, you go to the island because you it's where the device is to yeah. remove. It makes the thing. like I understand it, why. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, they take Ashley yeah. there. Yeah, oh, yeah, they can't have Ashley's going after her. Ada helps yeah. track her and stuff. Yeah. It's like narratively, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we used to got the Legion of Doom dudes in that part. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, those guys are kind of cool. Animal. The hairs. Yeah. 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 Hawk. Like, you shoot their shoulder pad, ding, 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 but then you head pop them. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the island has stuff like that I don't like, but there's also, like, some lab parts where I'm like, oh, oh cool. Yes. Really good lab parts. There's, like, some of those freakers that become, like, the, the you know, you got to shoot, use the iron Regenerators. Your regenerators. You got to shoot those things off like they're in the labs. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Or but then you, it just goes. First time when you don't have that and you're just like, what do you do? And you just, like, either you feel like you run, but then yeah. you can't because you still got to get past them. And, like, unloading into them. How much ammo made you pump into a them a lot. to take one down without that thing was, mm-hmm. like, so good because it's so like good. shit I can't fight another one of those and then you get like the therm- but even then they're like movement it's not like the remake movement quite yet where the, the zombies move way better in yeah. those ones now that's why I'm going to fear regenerators in the remake so you're going to have that like creepier oh, erratic movement but even in the OG version their movement sometimes when you shoot them like their next movement like they kind of like swivel and yeah. stuff it's like yeah. damn it I wasted a shot yep. I don't have that much shots like come on dude and uh, having to manually re-equip, like, the right scope. Oh, yeah. Remember that? You had like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. toggle yep. between them? Yep. I didn't even buy the scope this time. Like, you know what I mean? It could still zoom in without the scope. And I was like, why do I even need the scope? Just don't to even see need the little... No, no, no. You get the thermal one. Oh, yeah. The you don't zoom have, in But scope. you could buy a scope that's also right. for the rifle. That's right. That's right. That's right. But you could still zoom right. in. Rifles, that's right. That's right. Rifle is, like, my favorite thing. Especially... The rifle is really good. Other, like, like, memorable part, but, like, one of, the, like, the, the tension parts... Uh, in the castle, the big open area with the Ashley, room. the oh, water yeah, that's room. That's like a legendary room. Legendary. Yeah. Frickin' with the crossbow yeah. dudes at the beginning. Having that rifle they equipped up immediately is just like, oh man, yeah. let's like, th- so much relief when you take those two out right away. Yeah. Otherwise, you're like, you're running to that back room and you're like, do that back room. Love that game. Mm-hmm. They, they, they give you the illusion you're safe in these spots and like, you don't notice those holes. Yeah, they yeah, said they just drop the down. Yeah. It's Insane. like, what? No, not yeah. fair. Oh, great, oh, great, the oh, great, maze, oh, the garden maze. Yeah. 
with the dogs. Before we get it, I guess I was just going to say before Sorry. this is that the I think the castle is fucking excellent. Exquisite. Still. Exquisite. Still. It is so good with how much variety there is in there, like, of things they make you do. And, of course, visually, it's, like, our jam. You know, it's a gothic castle. How could you not love that? Unnamed castle. Yeah, shooting some, like, weird cult freaks. It's like, yeah, man, this is good shit. But, like, you brought up the maze. Those those fucking dogs, man. (laughs) Scary. Shock. You just hear them. They... They do a ton of damage too. It's like so much you damage. Miss a shot there, man. Cost. It's like you are paying usually with your life on harder Cost. difficulty. Is like one oh my shot. God. Yeah, it's so brutal. Not a fun time to deal with that. And I love how you can't like scope them out from like afar. I mean, sure. I mean, in, on like first playthrough, it's like where your sound like the sounds is constantly mm-hmm. like, wait, is it there? Mm-hmm. Like just every corner you're turning, it's like. Once you understand, they could jump out of anywhere. You're just like, dude, I hit. But, but like, you know, those high ground parts, those two high grounds. I was like, yeah, oh, my gosh. Love that. Thank you. That's the great thing about that game is, too, when you get little moments like that, you feel like it's a, a, a reward, and it doesn't feel like, yes, it is scripted, but it doesn't feel like it as much to me when yeah. I was getting it. I was Straight just up. like, dude, nice, sick. Stuff like that. Um, Obviously, we think you should play this game. No brainer. Don, have you played this game? Yeah, I love four. That's my favorite one I, that I have played. Yes, excellent. Five and six. I fell. You played of five them. and six. Yeah, well, no, those ones. I that's where I started to fall off. I tried oh, them, okay. dabbled in them several times, gone back to them, but never really played them like Got I did it. in the previous ones. Yeah. Now wait, Veronica was before four. I was Code Veronica correct. It was okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. After so. three, before four. Yes. Um, I think it's an interesting spot here. Uh, you know, I don't. Want to talk about it? But I think a remake three, mm-hmm. cutting the content. Mm-hmm. With four though, common complaint is the island. The island, yeah. These are reimaginings, as they've said. Everybody calls them remakes. Capcom has said reimaginings. Do we think they are going to take some liberties? Yes. And trim yes. some of the island or add things? Do we think there's going to be additions, subtractions, or both? Both. Brad. Yeah, both. What do you think? What what additions? I think they'll trim the island, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they took out um, some, like, some of the El Gigantes or something like that. Because sure. there's four in the game. Sure. I, I think they'll make some cuts and people will be disappointed that some things aren't there. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll add some things that are good. I think they'll add some new enemies... Like new types of enemies? New types of enemies? Yeah. Yeah, why not? New types of enemies? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see why they I wouldn't. I thought 4 had so many, <laughs> had like some of the most variety in like, enemies, man. I've seen people say this, and I kind of agree with them, that the footage we've seen of the remake shows actually running through the like the town at the beginning, and people are like, yeah, you'll probably play us her at the beginning. I'm Prologue. Like, that makes sense. I could totally see that happening. If you're, like, escaping captors running in the woods. Yeah. Horror style. Well, because you think of, like... I'm nervous. Think of village. Like, the village start, you know, you're you're in your house. Dude. Then it's, like, you get captured and you're, like, oh wandering through the, the snow for a little Dude, bit. Dude, that snow, it's all dark. Yeah, they could totally Dude, easily do something like that. I hope it's like that. Like, this game already has... The remake, to me, already has a more horror approach to it than 4. Yeah. I think it's going to be more scary than 4. They said but, that. Yeah, because, yeah, like... 
you see that screenshot of Leon with a flashlight. That's not in the main game. Mm-hmm. Like, Ashley gets one at a part, but, like, it's, it's going to be different. I think there's going to be, like, much more creep, much more survival horror aspects. Yeah, there's going to be parts where you're going crazy and shooting shit. Of course. But I think it'll be a little more... Grounded. I don't know about grounded, but a little more... Not as, like, insane action all the time. Yeah. Do you think we'll see... Albert Wesker, before this game comes out. Before it comes out? No. I don't think before it comes <laughs> out. Do you think you'll t- they'll tease him? Sunglasses. Somehow. Maybe. Maybe you see you him from what? the back. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the game more. He's been gone so long. This think, is the time. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, Tuber, if, if you run into Wesker in the game. Like, as a Leon. I wouldn't be surprised if he's there. That'd in, like, the s- island. So, you know, like... Because he... I think you only see him in four in the Ada stuff. Yep. You're actually seeing it. Correct. I think you might see him in this game more. That's what I'm hoping for, Brad. I think that'd be a great idea. It's my hope. Like it's time for the return. There was of the, the king. rumors. I've heard numerous rumors <laughs> that they're cutting Krauser and they're not cutting Krauser. Yeah, the Krauser thing's funny. I feel like What's that was scared? just a, a no no validation like internet rumor. Yeah, totally. Kidding. That was that was fear fear but tactics. Someone was just scared. Tactics. Yeah, but somebody was just scared they're gonna cut Krauser. I could Why? see them what? cut. I could see them cutting Krauser here because he doesn't show up. I don't think so. Until the island near the end of the game, and the only thing he is impactful in the story is he captures Ashley. That's it. You well, hear about his past kind of with Leon, but that's about it. I like. You could do the story without him. I really think he's essential because of the way they both work for Wesker and uh, Krauser and Ada work for Wesker. And then the Krauser and Ada like uneasy tension. I think it's I think he's a pretty important character for that. That's like one cutscene. But what I'm saying is if they replace him with Wesker. Just okay. Sure. Like books do, they'll combine characters. Mm-hmm. If they make a movie, they'll just like combine two book characters into one. Now, I don't have a problem. I like, they could totally make them work. I don't got a problem with that. But I'm just saying, I could see them if they want to focus on Wesker more cutting him out. Hmm. If they're going to cut something. Because crazy, this game's going to have differences. It's yeah. going to be cuts. It just depends if the cuts work or yeah. not, you All know? Right. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think Krauser's going, but that would be nuts. Yeah. How many... Years after four is five again. It's like, oh, five? I think two or three. Because I wanted to pitch this. You want Wesker's involvement. What if instead of Krauser going in, it was he's using Jill at that point? Oh. In four? Yeah. I think that's too, too dramatic. <laughs> okay. That's too dramatic, yeah. Way too. I'm all about deviations. Like if they get my uh, my boy, the Duke in there. Mm-hmm. To somehow reference, you know, something like that the with the, stra- the stranger, okay. the merchant, maybe something like that. Like always down for story deviations. But if you start doing something like that dramatic, I'd be, I wouldn't hate it, and I wouldn't be like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, this is weird. You know, I'd be, I'd mm-hmm. be apprehensive about it. I'm open to it, but let's not start changing too. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is if you take content out, yeah, and you cut it. Is it going to feel empty without it? Mm-hmm. That's my thing with three. Yeah. Like it feels like sure. shit's missing. Like sure. it feels sure. like it. That's fair. Only reason I think this is because two and three are the first to get the two games get the reimaginings. Yeah. And it's got Ada, yep. Leon, 
and Jill. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they, they and Claire. Could, huh? Don't forget Claire. Oh, yeah, and Claire. So <laughs> I feel like they might try and work in one of those characters somehow. They might. Because I don't know if they're doing a Code Veronica remake, reimagining. So this might be their chance to like rework that, that lore. Because what if they want to work in some of that lore from Code Veronica somehow into this in a way? How would you feel about them cutting out the island but adding just as much content? But it was like reworked from Code Veronica, Code Veronica somehow. I've floated that before. I would be so down with that. Wait, what do you mean working in Code Veronica stuff? There's like... Like a post, like after like dealing with like yeah. Las Plagas, like just like Code Veronica, you have a constant like scenario afterwards. Like yeah. there's a little bit more after Code the Veronica game. scenario. Like, you're chasing down Ada now. Mm. Like you actually do follow Ada to like Wesker's place or whatever, and it's like like Claire's there or something, or you know already. Or oh, something. you mean like a new? Type you're talking story? something like brand Code new. Veronica yeah. two? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, getting wild here. Ever... I was thinking if they. What you think Chris is gonna show up or something <laughs> to fight Wesker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my dream is that they remake Code Veronica, but obviously, worst case, they don't. It would be cool to. I don't have... see why they wouldn't. Yeah, it would be cool at least to have some scenes in four, but then that really kind of like muddies. Code Veronica. Four and Code Veronica in a way. Because, you know? Yeah. So. Code Veronica is like the Redfields and Wesker. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be more development about the fall of Umbrella and its fallout in this. Oh, I fucking hope so, yeah. dude. I don't think it's going to be as simple as like, oh, Ada's around, which, what, what does that mean Keep for going. Umbrella? And like, there's the opening. It said, oh, Umbrella fell, blah, blah, yep. blah. Yep. I think there's going to be more to that in this one, Huber. Hell yeah. I, I, de- like, I don't know. I, I feel like. They've reinvested in these characters. I agree. And so that's why I'm not, I would not be shocked to see a character who was not originally in 4 show up in 4 somehow. Wesker. Wesker's probably the most Perfect. likely. Yeah, he like, is in separate yeah. ways, we know, but you know, he's kind of mostly on the uh, her little like Palm Pilot thing. But I would love it if like cri- like Leon sent like a distress call at some point Claire and Claire shows up for yes. like instead of the island like it's the island part it's like Leon's captured too Claire shows up Hell and, like yeah. yeah and like now you got you play as Claire in a segment or whatever to like save like free Leon or whatever. Dude, one of my favorite narrative and gaming tropes, I was thinking like Star Wars Final Battles, they do it when you're like cutting between things. I think of Metal Gear Solid 4. Dude, when if you're just like cutting between, like it'd be so cool if like we just cut to Claire doing something somewhere that was like yeah. somehow relevant to what was going on yeah. in four. Like, yeah, I, I think get, get a little wild. I think it. yeah, we're a hundred percent playing as Ada in the main campaign at some yeah. point. Hundred percent is a Raven Furry playing as. I mean, I think it's confirmed, but like, I would assume it's confirmed from the footage that you're playing as Ashley in more mm-hmm. segments mm-hmm. than just that segment. So I wouldn't be surprised they add like another playable character just for a segment. It's yeah. not like it's not multiplayer. You're just gonna play as I, I think Lewis. You might play as Lewis would be freaking sick, dude. Evil Within. Lewis as a cop, like before the events of Four, dude. Like an infiltration thing for him to like to get the 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 sample or whatever before it's he's killed and taken back. Dude. I think there's good opportunities there to to do a lot of this stuff. Yeah. All right, if you could uh, have them cut or add one thing in Resident Four, what would it be? Cut? Yeah. Oh, I'd cut some of the island. Cut some of the island, and if you could add one thing, what Wesker. Wesker. Okay. Excellent. Um, we've been talking about a lot of stuff we want from Four. Let's talk about specifically gameplay stuff. This is from Garrett Holfish. With Resident Four remake creeping up, how do you think 
it might update the gameplay. For example, will Ashley escort segments seems some streamlining? I was wondering this too. Will Ashley be able to defend herself maybe a little better this time around? Because you know the most you can do with her, put her in like a dumpster, mm-hmm. or it's about it. You know maybe she can like, like push a guy away from you or something. It'd be a cool throwback. Or if she has a little knife, I don't know. It'd be a cool throwback. Give her the remake defensive items. Limited quantity. Oh, These yeah. are only the a flash few. Flashbangs. Flashbangs. Only a few. Have it be a consumable. Yeah. Would be a fun nod to original yeah, Resident be, Evil. And that'd be sick. Gives her just a little bit of extra. Because you have to imagine the enemies are going to be more intense. Mm. More out of control. Like, yeah. They're, they're going to level up. You got to level her up a little bit. That first Las Plagas transformation and remake is going to be so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They're going to go aboard. Uh, Wet gore, dude. I'm just expe- I'm just planning for like being able to run and shoot. Like it's just it's gonna play like RE2 and RE3. Just Will Leon be able happen. to slide? Slide? Slide. No. Call no. of Duty, no. Fortnite, no. Apex no. slide. No, I don't think in that sense, but like so. the other biggest question mark for me is what they're doing with melee of melee moves. If it'll be the if counter it, or yeah. if it maybe it'll be like a parry or something. Like can you like shoot and trigger it? Will there be like is, and are, are they gonna do the QTEs again? Because like those really weren't in two and three. We don't do this often. Yeah, that's true. Shout out to Six. You were onto something with the melee combat in Six. Mm. Jake? Mm. Jake, unarmed combat? Mm. Not the not the best, but there was something there. That was a good building block. I feel like Leon, you know, Leon is a maniac. I feel like we could somehow kind of... A little in between. Yeah. The only thing is, um, with that is he has a knife, too. And I do wonder about the knife. I was thinking, like, what if, what if there's like a new knife you could buy or upgrade your knife to do more damage yeah, or something? Had that I don't know. Village, mm-hmm. yeah, the different knives. Yeah, I. So we talked about this earlier, and I think it's going to be more horror esque. I think maybe there is a very, very, very minor stealth element in four. I wonder if they'll dive into that more, mm-hmm. in the sense of in four. You can kind of like maybe walk into an area without them noticing you, maybe cut a few boxes, get some stuff. If you cut someone, they might not alert yeah. everyone. But well, as soon as you shoot insane. a gun, yeah. it goes off. Dude, stealth attacks would be so insane. That'd be like such an insane And game maybe changing. not like. Oh, yeah, just uh, doing uh, Evil Within. Exactly. Yeah. If it, if yeah, it goes, if, if it like, leans exactly. into Exactly. If it's like Evil Within, maybe. <laughs> Here we go. I just wonder, you know, I don't know what they're yeah. gonna do. Yeah, because Leon is more capable now than he was in two remake. Absolutely. Like, how are you gonna show that gameplay wise his yeah. growth? I think it'd be a really cool balance. Like, because sometimes stealth isn't an option, mm-hmm. and I, f- I feel like if they got that balance right, it'd be really cool, Brad. Where if just a couple parts, you do have the element of surprise, yeah. and you can stealth. That is a really right. cool idea. Like the hedge maze, dude. If you mm-hmm. could like somehow sneak through that or. Just some other encounters, yeah. Yeah, you or can't do it all the time. Do diversion do stuff time. would be nice. Like some things that could cause diversions would be good. The like, like <laughs> shoot the bell. That those guys but, taking it further, but like in the village, maybe one of the new aspects is like you you don't like in the original one. You could if you found a spot and you're good enough aim and you had enough ammo, you could just stay there and you win. What if they do a thing where it's like now think like if you get overwhelmed by mob in this version, maybe you can no matter unless you get like the god tier guns fully powered up, you can't do shit. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to get overwhelmed. So maybe it's about like. You gotta 
off like an explosion over here and that will lure a bunch of like I'm thinking like uh, was it days gone type stuff yeah, like sure. stuff like that where you no. might like the, the, the crowds get too big at some times like you cannot fight this yeah like it actually is like you need to run around and use the yes. environment to survive in the village that would be the sickest change that if they did be, that where that it's really like I can't just win by shooting everything in this part that'd be great because mm -hmm. um, so the thing I the thing I noticed on forward too I mean we've got the game so downloaded is like. There's a shitload of resources in that game, even on professional. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, like, one, there's just a lot of ammo, and two, because we've beaten the game 50 times and have it so download, is <laughs> headshot, meta, roundhouse, knife. Knife, yeah. Dude. So I'm hoping the resources would are you, refined. Would you want, No Hubert? RPGs for sale. No RPGs yeah. would be interesting. <laughs> Do you want the knife to break, like in two? The knife's pretty OP. The knife is I th okay. So the thing about it the really knife breaks I the like game. is it really because the knife is a special knife that him and Krauser both have. Exactly. But the knife is super good. It's really good. Do you? Th it's tough. It's tough. All these things. I can't imagine how many weeks and months Dude, Capcom devs knife would just oh, yeah. like talk about these things like it's so crazy remaking mm -hmm. a game because you have that advantage of like okay what doesn't work like. We have this game, they do too, fully figured out, just like rolled down on a mat. Like, here's all mm -hmm. of Resident Evil 4. We've finished it a billion times collectively as a society. Like, what can we imp improve? But, like George Lucas knows, dude, sometimes adding things mm -hmm. might not be yeah. the best thing to do or changing things. Yep. So, Running hell of a task, hell of a task. a big thing. That completely yeah. changes the game. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like they Even were talking before. about with The Last of Us remake, not putting prone in to the remake because the combat designer was like, yo, the game would break. The environments back then were not made for being prone. It, it would just, it would break the game unless we fully rebuilt every single environment and then it's just a brand new game. Yeah, it's not the same thing. So, Which Resident Evil 4 is maybe I shaping up to be. I do kind of. hope they have good bonus weapons always because Chicago they, had, they writer, had those baby. legendaries i'd like to Chicago see a few additions a few changes um instead of like the beam weapon i'd love to actually just get a real like Mega Man cannon hell yeah to to, to honor that i would like a revolver be. as well bring that back it's been too long dude give me the well, well we had the we had the wolf's bane well, there's a magnum like that in four yes the revolver the first one's a revolver yes but a um like I'm thinking of Claire's from original two. Oh, I got so, like just classic, uh, like bam, 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 oh, six shooter. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, I also want them to give you uh, like a Hadouken or something to make that. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that'll There's be a fun. Go I want goofy shit. Hell yeah. yeah. If they're gonna remove the goofy shit, like rumor re removing a lot of the goofy stuff to make it more serious, more horror focused. Yep. On a when you finish the game, let me have some goofy stuff. Because you got lightsabers in freaking Village. I know. I mean, they did goofy. They yeah. did goofy. And we got Lady D coming, and she gets to throw a chair at you in the, yeah. in the DLC. Yeah. That's what going there. Yeah, yeah. This Dude, uh, Lady D to Chivalry uh, Brawl Mode. Yeah. Those, uh, <laughs> those playable characters in the DLC, too. Mm -hmm. That whole vibe, it's like, dude, four uh, mercenaries. Let yeah. us play as as Krauser again and Wesker and yeah. Ada. Dude, Wesker with the gloves mm -hmm. and the silenced pistol. Dude, will Hunk so have a, tight? Will Hunk have a role in four? You know, we always wish. We always do, bro. <laughs> bro, now's the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Last confirmed report of Hunk pretty much is. 
Code Veronica, him being pissed at not getting all the information from Umbrella for doing a job, like dropping off a sample. Where's he been? What's he up to? And like you said, this new generation we're in now, he's in Remake 2 prominently. Mm-hmm. Time for a comeback. Question from Christian Jimenez. Hey, allies. I had a friend recently play through Resident Evil 4 for the first time. Also his first Resident Evil game. One thing that we talked about how was how Resident Evil 4 is an addicting game. I totally agree. I've played this game so many times and it's still always fun. What makes RE4 addicting? Do you think the remake will hopefully have the same feeling? Thanks. Easy answer. Good. Because I grew up with the originals, right? That are a little harder to get into. You know, you get lost. There's puzzles. You run. There's a fucking currency to save your game. That's stressing you out, right? <laughs> Four is so streamlined. This is a streamlined game. Like Brad said earlier, it drops you right in. You're invested. Mm -hmm. You know, it lets you play. The upgrades are so addictive. This game is constant dopamine. You're never really lost. You're never really stuck. There's always a carrot on the stick, whether it be a new environment or, or new story development or collectibles hidden items again leveling up those guns like hoarding all of your money like dude next time i see that merchant like it's going down selling all my treasure yeah the treasures and then you know not new to four but just the replay value of a resident evil game and and unlocking things just yeah there's just yeah i agree just it just a lot of it's the upgrades just Just keeps you going the unlocks yeah and um like i said the scenarios are fun to replay yeah like, think about the, the, all the Resident Evils before that. Like, you could easily get stuck. Mm-hmm. Where am I going? Oh, I'm, I've used all my health items, and I need to get here, and there's five zombies in the way, and I have no health. Like, mm-hmm. hard fail. I guess I'll just quit. <laughs> or, like, you know, that happened to a lot of people. I agree. Uh, this is from LEL. Hey, allies. RE4 Remake has me scared ever since Hubert uttered the words, Punished Leon. Leon's personality in the original is one of the main reasons I love that game. From his cocky and confident attitude when he first when first meeting Ada, to the ridiculousness of him backflipping over lasers. My fear is that they'll t- they will take away all that make Leon in the story, and they'll make the story all dark and brooding instead. No chance. What are some of your fears when it comes to RE4 remake? I think yes, it'll be darker. Leon will be a little more serious at parts, but there's still going to be some. Cheeky lines. I think there will still be some cheeky lines. Chew on that, you overgrown son of a bitch. Yeah, that's like a brief taste. Yeah. Kind of, I guess. I bet they leave in the bingo line. Got to. Got to. What what would, like, the 2022 version of, or 2023 version of that be? Do people still play bingo? Would it be Uno? Where's everybody going? Uno? No, bingo still. Bingo, I think. Okay, Bingo still. Okay. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, probably. Especially when yeah. the game's supposed to take place, probably. Still more people in the world know what bingo is than Uno. So. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Uno is so yeah. big. You know what I was thinking, Huber, before I forget? You know how uh, 3 had the what-if scenarios for the DLC? Yep, yep. What if they do that for 4 and that's the island? <laughs> it's a what-if <laughs> scenario. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's not, really funny. <laughs> That's kind of really funny. good. <laughs> yeah, nothing new for Resident Evil to add filler 
side stories to their games. Mm-hmm. Like we were just talking about this with uh, assignment Ada in four is a filler little thing, and like yeah. you said, and to remake those stories. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I guess about Leon. Honestly, I'm into him being maybe a little more serious at some parts because, like, it's a serious fucking situation sometimes. Yeah, like, cool. I get the like the backflip off the wall for the laser thing. Like, that's fun. I get yeah. all that. Totally yeah. fun. But yeah, that's not like the the make or break it for me kind of thing at all. Yeah, and you, yeah, it just reminds me of fucking like Dante or some shit like that. <laughs> Uh, I hope they make it even look more ridiculous. You know what? I would oh, love. Sure. I love them to do, like pull a Metal Gear Solid twin snakes, where they go even more ludicrous. Oh my god! Like man. jumping off a yeah. rocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will. Oh my god, dude! Twin snakes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we wanted to play with everyone's expectations. We made you think it was going to be more serious, but yeah. Leon's even more insane. Even more in this crazy. One. Yeah, more one-liners. I will say. Remake 3 is, like, my favorite version of Resident Evil characters, so I have a lot of faith. I was going to say that I think their characterization of the characters we know has been very good so far. Yeah. So I still have faith. Yeah. That uh, they'll do right. And he's awesome in 2 Remake, so just continue that. Yeah. Y'all ready for some emails? Let's do it. This first one is from Chris Park. Is it about Arthur Morgan? No, none of the, I told you, none of these are about Arthur Morgan anymore. But if you want to talk about Arthur Morgan, DM Mike on Twitter. Specifically <laughs> DM him. DM me. Are your DMs open? Open. Okay. Open. Send them. Wide open. Send them your thoughts about Arthur Morgan. Uh, Chris Park says, what are, what are you most excited about for Breath of the Wild 2 with the leap of technology that Monolith has done with Xenoblade 3 compared to 2? Damiani, I haven't played three, technology. and I don't know the tech. The I leap. couldn't tell you the leap in technology between two and three because I don't like didn't play. I mean, I played through two, didn't play through Torna, and like I haven't played two since 2017, so I can't re- really compare the two. Mm-hmm. But to answer the question, because they were specifically asking about Breath of the Wild sequel, um, instant travel between multiple open world environments like sky a, a sky brand, and ground if that brand. was instantaneous yeah it's on like a seamless. switch hardware without an ssd would be like pretty insane i'm not saying i'm secretly hoping it's taken so long they're they're, <laughs> they're trying their best to make it if like any instant. game is going to be a showpiece it's this game yeah. this is the game out of every switch game it's funny you say that it reminds me of uh they just commented on this a few months ago for Life is Strange. The remaster was botched because for this really important scene, the remaster loads. It like fades to black. And in the original, they didn't have the proper tech to be able to do it. So they like did some crazy cheat. I don't know all the tech details, but they did a crazy cheat on it where it like is all seamless. So they were like working around it, dude. And the wizards at Nintendo, I'm Ugh. sure, can Damiani, make anything work. Yeah. At the end of generations, usually the the games are much better from like all standpoints, especially from like a tech standpoint. Like I think of Uncharted One to The Last of Us, kind of like that. Think of that leap. Big. Now, leap, big, leap, big. Breath of the Wild was also on Wii GTA U. GTA Three to San Andreas. Yes. <laughs> Breath of the Wild was also on Wii U. It's not going to be anymore. Thank God. Switch only. Do you think it'll be very noticeable that it's not on Wii U also anymore? It was 
Breath of the Wild? Yes, it was on Wii both. U. It was on both. Switch and Wii. That's, That's the right. Zelda cycle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, as someone who didn't play a lot of the Wii U version, I mean, you, but I know you mean like specifically the Switch version being kind of like held back. Yes. Potentially. Yeah, I mean, that remains to be seen. I mean, it like, is hard to judge. What they've right shown, now. most of the shots they've shown look pretty good. I think the only shot I didn't like was the one of like the Bokoblin encampment on the surface. Mm-hmm. Kind of like just like the surface shots look mostly the same, but everything with like the sky, the sky or the underground, the yeah. first trailer looked a little bit better. Um, but this gets to be like cutscene renders, like mm. you know, using uh, different models for cutscenes versus what you play when it's real time gameplay. Um, yeah, I, I I hope you know there's a little bit of a bump in that, not just like because it's no longer having to be multi-platform, but also because it's been like five years, will be six yeah. years since the original came out. Hopefully, those advancements. I mean, yeah, it it should look a little bit better and in, in, yeah, in some spaces. Hopefully, run better. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they too. patched some of it when it came out eventually, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from highly anticipated. I'm playing Demon's Souls thanks to PlayStation Plus. Do you feel from software games are missing something to make them better than they are? Whether it's a small mechanic or feature. I like that you can grind as an available option, but how do you feel about fixed difficulty? Once I feel a little OP and slash through enemies, I feel like I cheesed it a bit. That sense of progression is great, and their games always keep you on your toes, but sometimes I like only one way to overcome a tough situation. I know it isn't required, but leveling is still important. I haven't played Sekiro, so that's probably just different altogether. Just specifically that. Soulsborne style. Uh, this isn't a flaw of any kind. And I love the formula used in every game. Just curious. I also would love from software to take a first take on a first person project. Sometimes I find it more immersive. It would obviously be tailored to work as a first person game, but I would love to love to be in their world as such. So I guess something that you feel like is missing would make their games better, I guess. Some small feature. Like the the idea of grinding and overcoming a challenge, I think that's part of the game and they kind of want you to have that Yeah, option. and you still have to earn that. You still have yeah, to go out to and be it. efficient. Don't die. Keep your souls. Level that up. You earn that. That's not cheese at all. Yeah. Um... It kind of reminds me of what I was saying about Red Dead earlier, where to me, Elden Ring feels like the culmination of the formula. It is. Period. Like, end of the line. Will they make... Obviously, there's going to be deal... Well, not obviously. There's going to be DLC, whatever. Like, so I guess... My, I kind of have the the anti of this question. It's like nothing mm. is missing. It's like now I want refinements. Now I want subtractions. Mm. Oh. I want things taken out. I want to go back to the drawing board. You know, I feel like with the Bloodborne in there and the Sekiro in there, it does kind of like alleviate kind of the mm-hmm. formula because mm-hmm. those those yeah, do feel different. Yeah. And then now Elden Ring is like the biggest of all of that. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know, I can't think of anything missing from those games, but definitely going forward, I would like, I would like them to scale it back a little bit. Hmm. Scale what back? Size. Of the world? Yeah. I don't think the next Souls game needs to be as big as... No, I don't think it needs to be an open world game. Or even, yeah, I don't even think it needs to be an open world game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't so, think their next game will be. Yeah, something more along the lines of like a Sekiro. Back to that kind of more focus, maybe. What I really want from a game is they have never done like a highly populated area, like a town, Great really call. well. Like they've Great done call. small things like the Nexus, I guess you could count. That's like the closest we've gotten to a quote-unquote town. I would like to see them how they handle and, that. Uh, Knights of the Round Hold, what was that? The Round Table Hold. The round yeah, table that's like hold. the closest you get, but like an actual... Yeah. Town, town walking into this place maybe yes. taking that to the next level I'd like to see how they would handle that absolutely mm. Brad I kind of want I want a journal <laughs> okay yeah bro to, to, like notes 10 so, out of 10 so I could like 10 out of 10 I come across something and like I can make a note of like oh this is where this NPC was or whatever yeah. and like just I mean maybe it's not manual writing but like if you've engaged like it's just better quest tracking, but like you got to manually like it doesn't automatically fill it in. You have to like go in and hit a button or something like. So you open your journal to a page. It's like I did talk with this NPC. Now it like, gives you the option to like fill in like something about them mm. there, but you got to remember to do it. So it's yeah. like a little bit of like an effort. It's just it's all automated, so it's not becoming like quest mm-hmm. tracker menus yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think of like. Uh, the Uncharted Journal, or like um, I also think of like the Grail Diary from like Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Like you put in the work, you get like notes to like m- like Hell puzzles yeah. and stuff. It's like or this boss, like an NPC, like mentions something, and it's like oh, this boss kind of fits that description. Maybe they're like this. Yes, with the, uh, I I do. I, I think the idea of a journal is f- totally cool, and like especially like reminding you of what you've done. I don't want it to get to the point where it'll be like guiding me too much, though. I still want that sense of like me figuring something out, me going out there, me finding things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's mostly keep track of what you already seen. Yes, and I done. think that's a good idea. Yeah, Person. so you don't forget to go back to sure. some stuff because yeah. that's like yeah. my biggest thing is like, damn, I forgot about this. I it's been like ten hours. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I should go back and do this. Personal, 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 personal gripe. Um, I always find a weapon and like use it the whole game because there's never enough. Crafting materials in Soulsborne games to spread it around, you know? So I'll, like, find my weapon, commit, and if I want to try something else, it's like, well, I don't have the mats, so it is objectively worse. I wish there was an easier way to, you know, I, I on one hand, I love having to commit to said weapon, but on the other hand, it's like, well, now that I'm, like, committed to this weapon, like, I can barely fucking use... I think that's not true for Elden Ring more than ever. Elden Ring, I did, was able to use a few more weapons, but, like, still, some of those higher level tiers, you bring one for weapon up... the highest thing, there's there's still limited amount, but it's yeah. more than ever. For sure. Getting better. For sure. For, yeah, for... Yeah. There's, like, the most opportunity in this game yeah. than any of them yeah. to level yeah. up multiple things. And, sure. yeah, if you, like, really find everything, like, you could, yeah. like, straight up just buy it from, like, yeah. <laughs> with enough yeah. souls. But, right. but it's, like, you still got to earn that right by, yeah, like, exploring yeah. and figuring out what For sure. I think is. I missed some of those yeah. uh, those ore recipe things to buy or whatever. Yeah, you Bells. did. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this question is from Red Sky. What's up, allies? With Persona celebrating its 25th anniversary and 15 million units sold worldwide this September, what do you want to see from Persona 6 or from the series in general? We've seen various ports, remakes, and spinoffs over the years, so what would be your ideal announcement to celebrate this big milestone for the franchise? Uh, I'll say Persona 6... 
I would like to see maybe college or you not high school setting. College. Yeah, because we've done high school oh, a yeah. lot, and maybe or maybe you work somewhere like that's your school thing. I don't know. I know you get jobs in persona like side jobs, and maybe your main job is much more involved or something like that. I like that. Yeah, Sirius does love its high school setting, though. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I, like, no, no, no. I, know I mean, I you can get. I think that. with college, you can get away with that. Still, how but about it's both? You know, and it's a story spanning years, and you graduate years? high school and then go to college. Like, That's interesting. Yeah, Persona games yeah. are usually like Multiple a year. Yeah, years. Yeah, a couple. Oh, you're a senior. You, the game starts. You're a senior in high school, and then you do. Uh, you're yeah, go to college. You could just do time jumps more. I mean, if fucking... you're making me anxious for all like the management you have to do over yeah. multiple years. Let's go. Oh, I mean, no. shit. Persona Five, then Royal, like massive games, dude. They have the runway. They have the time and budget and expertise mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to do that. I think it might be cool if they uh, did um, not your characters that you come across to join your party aren't fixed potentially. Oh, I think there might be like an option. Like recruiting like each some? chapter, there might be like Miss two options. Final? So like you either get this one or this one, and it's so more in your social link system. So like they they lean into that a little bit more, like your decisions. Maybe use them in combat or something like that. For example, yeah, yeah, like whoever you pick. You know, you can only invest in one in the first playthrough, so it mm. gives replay value to get another one. But yeah, like they might offer like different options, like like I mean, their abilities or whatever the persona that they can bring in. Um, I don't know, it's like yeah, it's a little nebulous, but like something like that mm-hmm. where you have like just kind of like a recruitment thing that go with like your whole social thing because like that's the thing. It's like you can form like like bonds with characters, but like it doesn't really factor into like the recruitment into your party per se. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. I do wonder about one not set in Japan, but I think that would lose a lot of what Persona is for people. The setting, high school, Japan, Japanese high school. Yeah. I wonder if they can incorporate maybe like more than one town you go to or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, because when you when you graduate high school, then you go to yeah, college maybe in a new like town. yeah, because like four is in Inaba, I think it's called right. Mm-hmm. Then five's in Tokyo, and I think three is in Tokyo also. But like maybe just exploring that more. I don't know. I'm not sure. Or maybe making just walking around town much more seamless. Not loading screens. Like going from like screen to screen loading. It's all just kind of one big open thing connected. I also hope it comes out before 2028. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope. And, on a, and on the current uh, platform. And yeah, I hope, it's not, I hope it's not a uh, PS5 game on it. Like <laughs> 2028. PS6. Would you want your main character to have (laughs) more of their own voice? Like, they say a lot of dialogue, like how your party members do? Fuck. This is always a tricky question that's case to case. Like, any day I wake up, I'll give a different answer. So I I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'll be honest. I I don't know about that. I think maybe, like, staying the course for that is, like, fine. For me, the bigger thing about the MC is like nothing you pick. Don't wait for like the Royal or the Golden Edition to mm-hmm. add a new MC in. Yeah, there. Like yeah. have both playable. Oh, MK I think characters. only three had that really. I mean, I think one and two maybe did, but four yeah. you the same character. Five you can't change. Oh, the main sorry, character. The, it's the only three that they, did it. Sorry, yeah, I, thought, three, I forgot Golden three does. to do it. Well, they also they added new characters. Yeah, in they that, did. Not yes. like the main character, but yeah, sure. I think they should a just do sorry. 
point is just make it a I guess cho- choice. If they do it, Damiani, yeah. especially like um, how it is now, your character is like you kind of embody the character a lot. I could see that being more easy to definitely do that. But I wonder if they decided to make your main character more in a scripted sense of how it is played out. Like, oh, this character is written like this. I specific think that way. part's fine. I mean, they, like, it's just like it can it, be done because like Assassin's Creed does it, but. As simple as picking, like you know, like what, like like Fire Emblem. It's like Byleth, like mm-hmm. pick, if you're male or female Byleth or mm-hmm. whatever. Like they want to go like that. Fine, that's at least something. That's mm-hmm. more than just like having like one choice. One hundred percent, I agree. I mean, even Pokemon does it at this point. So it's like, yeah. give that option at least. Yeah. I think being able to customize your character more would be good too. Yeah, like, even if there's a few presets like yeah, that, like sure. this gives some choices would be nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I know there's like they always have unlockable costumes or in DLC ones, so they will probably. Keep Anybody's that sick going. if they have like a cast, like if they reveal the cast of like five six characters, your choices you pick who's your main character of that. So like you play from their perspective. Whoa, that could be very ambitious, and yeah. that's like GTA shit. There, there you go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so nice. I've got uh, Royal in the back pocket, dude. Never played through well, Royal. Well, the PS5 version's coming yeah. out. Yeah, and I only played Full Persona Price. Five once. So only once. That's enough, <laughs> dude. You that second playthrough is so last question important. about second Persona. Uh, My last question is: Do you want Persona Six to be shorter? Than five, or are you cool with the length? This is what I'm going to say about this, Brad. Persona Five is absolutely the longest game I've ever played that I never wanted to end. Perfect. Hundred hours, I wanted more. I know Dominic does not feel that way. <laughs> I want the I want the main story to be shorter. Mm. I want optional want, like, content to drag on longer. Oh, okay. Like, so more you still story? have the same amount of hours if you want to put into it, but it's like if you just want to see a story conclusion, you don't have to put in that much time. Fair. I think it's a little. So you want like yeah. vacation side quest that's like ten hours. Yeah, there are definitely people like like me who was like it's I really like that task. game, but it's like. I'm, For most I'm not the per- I'm not the mindset that like I want this to keep going. It's like no, I kind of want to end at this point. Yeah, like, I, I get just, that. Like, like I know where we're going. Can we just get to that point? Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready for yeah, it. I get that. Uh, final question from Brandon K. Gan. Hey everyone, have you ever encountered a remix that's better than the song, the original from like a game or something like that? Uh, for example, I really love the Gerudo Valley theme from Ocarina of Time, but I adore the remix of it used in Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate. Yeah. Are there any examples of rearranged music you think improves upon the original? Thanks for taking the submission if you do, and stay easy, allies. Remake 7 Battle Theme is the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's very good. <laughs> I'm so obsessed. Very, very, yeah. Like, it, I mean, I, <laughs> oh I can't my tell god. You how many? There's like this is like <sighs> endless possibilities question here, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like ver- like newer versions of music in game, like cut like albums that put out that do like different versions of music. Yeah. It's like Kingdom Some Hearts, of them are Final like, Fantasy, yeah. I bet. Yeah, right? I think about how many versions of Dearly Beloved there are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just like goes out like from like live performance versions of some of this count stuff. It, like, count it sounds it. like better. Like, like versus like in game versus like the orchestrated versions. Mm-hmm. Like, this goes on forever. So, like, too many examples to give. I guess is the answer to this question. So, yes, like constantly, yeah. like yeah. over like the like twenty plus years, like at least. Yeah, twenty plus years since like the two thousands, been encountering this like on a like routine basis. 
Yeah, I guess here Five by Seven pops in my head all of, uh, right off the bat too. First, I think of like the, just the main theme of Five by Seven in remake is just like Chef's Kiss. It's ridiculous, <laughs> it's ridiculous soundtrack. Damn. I mean, do you have one specific example though? One. The most specific example. What is it? What Final Fantasy know. 14 rendition is it? Yeah. That one that makes everyone cry. Huh? No, I like mean, for the original music is the best in 14. Like, the updated versions are nice, but, like, that's not what are the standout things. Dang. Like, I'm trying to think of, like... Didn't Shadowbringers have, like, the best soundtrack of all time or something? They all do. Yeah. All of them do. They all do. It's Final Fantasy. I mean, of course. Dude, like... <laughs> it's Final Fantasy. No, uh, cut I, above I, the I mean, rest. Hey, I can just, like, I can yeah, do a double dip here. So this is my patron fan mail. Oh! was about uh, the official uh, music, like, where the first time I thought video game music could be, like, better than this, like, Super Nintendo beep beep beeps yeah. and stuff beep, like beep, that. Beep. Like, it actually is, like, dude, this is, like, real music. Um, the official Star Fox SNES soundtrack, which is mm. J- JP only. Yeah. But... Obviously, in the '90s, we got access to the internet. You know, sites had like ver- like links to like soundtracks. Yeah, L- I loved Star Fox at the time. One of my favorite like games. The game was sick. Um, around the, so it was around the time of Star Fox 64 came out, it's like '97 probably. So three years after Star Fox, it's three or four years after Star Fox. Um, maybe a little more than that. Uh, Got that soundtrack, dial up, downloading that crap for like 30 minutes for, <laughs> per track probably. Um, they have three tracks on that album that aren't in the game. Oh. They are arranged versions. They're, that's what they were called back in the arranged. Yeah, arranged. Just like, just like special arrangements of Corneria. Oh. It sounds like this like action rock. Like It's amazing. Like cool. It's already got a stink thing. And like even like the Smash Brothers version of an Ultimate kind of takes a little bit of a page from it. It's like a little faster tempo. But man, like when I heard that, I was like, "Holy crap, this is good!" Then, like, obviously, like that same year, like heard Final Fantasy VII music. Heard then a year later, heard Metal Gear Solid music. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. video game music can actually be really crazy. good. I was like, sounds like CD quality. Like I buy it at a store. Yeah. yeah. Don, are you there? Yes. Do I'm, you have anything? You know I do, Brad. I got one for this specific. Uh, you brought up Wave Race earlier, which yes. I appreciate calling out Nintendo once again for their lack of respect they're giving to the franchise. I do appreciate that, Brad. Yep. Speaking of Wave Race, there's a track. There's this group. They've got a channel, The Consoles. You might have heard of these guys. People have to check these out. S-O-U-L-S, you know, Souls, Consoles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they do ja- jazz arrangements of different game tunes. They did a version called Sandy Beach Pop Rock cover of wave race 64 this is a real instrumentation they got saxophone the guitar riffs on this stuff you listen to this it is the most pleasing to the ear more pleasing i'd say than the original so that's my specific one sandy beach wave race 64 pop rock cover by the consoles check it out that's a good one great shout out yeah well thought out. For Bloodworth, the F-Zero X guitar album good call real guitars playing the F-Zero soundtrack that's sick dude like, it's all just like electric guitar ballads. It's like now they're actually on real guitars. It sounds so good. No, so sick. Hell yeah. Well, that's it for Frame Trap, boys. That was a beefy episode, but it was a good stuff. Frame Trap, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Welcome to the new era of Frame Trap. New Dawn's era. era. Three hour era. <laughs> yeah, <three>. Director's cut <laughs> era. <laughs> Director's cut, yeah. We'll see if it's three hours when it's actually all said and done. I don't know how long that's been running. But, uh, 
it. Do you have any final words, Mike, as our guest? I give you a final word and Don final words always. Just anything. Any thoughts? Sometimes it's just really nice to hang out with Arthur Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Don, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Uh, wisdom? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> no, I'll just okay. say uh, my usual sign off. You know that by now. Maximum power. Look at that. I switched to you, Brad. Hey, it switched to me. Yeah, maximum you, power. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Damiani, thank you for being my co-host once again. Always a pleasure. Always good having you guys. <laughs> all right, that's it. We will see you all next time. Have a good one. Goodbye. Adios. Adios.